battle the Arcadia Loop City Rebels. High School Football and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Back to that eye formation with Quentin Frank dotting the eye. Inside handoff. This time they'll give it to Hadwiger, and he is going to score. Amherst is on the board. This time, Hadwiger from his left end position just came inside, took the handoff from Rody around the right side. It was one-on-one. -on -one. He beat his man to the corner. Amherst looks for their first playoff win since 2015 and to avenge a week four loss to an Arcadia Loop City team that has won three straight first round games over the last three years. It's the Rebels and the Broncos coming up next, but first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Amherst with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good evening, everyone, from Amherst. It is time for state football playoff action here on Power 99 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda with you here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show for a rematch between the eighth-ranked Arcadia Loop City Rebels and the Amherst Broncos. Now, both teams come in at 5-3, and three, so why is Arcadia Loop City ranked eighth? Well, they had those two, well, all three, all three losses are by one possession. And those first two games of the season, Arcadia Loop City was really decimated. We talked about it the last time that they came here to Amherst and won the football game 32-7. to You'll hear from the coaches, Farron Klingelhofer and Mike Scott. And Coach Scott knows that that was probably not necessarily as big a blowout as it appeared on the scoreboard. Uh, they forced turnovers, and they had some special teams problems. And if they can shore those up a little bit on the Amherst side, then the Broncos at home tonight may have a chance to avenge that loss and move on in the playoffs. Let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. You can pull it up on your iPad, pull it up on your uh, phone, whatever the case is, and you can follow along the scores with us as well. There were some afternoon games today in D1. Nebraska Christian down Hemingford 24-14. to At the half, Dundee County Stratton leads Anselmo Myrna 36-6, to and Sutherland leading Cambridge in the second quarter by a score of 8 to nothing. The rest of the games in the West all kicking off at 7, including the top seed Burwell against North Central, Elm Creek hosting Hitchcock County, Elkhorn Valley at Neely Oakdale, and Highline hosting Southern Valley. In the Eastern bracket in Class D1, the number one seed Tri-County advances with a COVID forfeit over Southern, Lord Central Catholic leading Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family in the fourth quarter, 42 to 20. And earlier today, a road win for Laurel Concord Coleridge, 76-46 over Thayer Central. Stanton and Exeter Milligan are just underway. Also, Freeman's at Weeping Water, Elmwood Murdoch at Lutheran High Northeast, Howells Dodge at Guardian Angels. That should be a dandy in a 10-7 matchup. And Clarkson Lee is at Cross County. In D2 in the West Bracket this afternoon, Loomis was up right away, scored on their first two possessions, led 36-0 at the half and down Layton, 52-16 in the swan song for longtime head coach Dennis Reese. They'll advance on to the second round. At halftime, it's O'Neill St. Mary's leading Sandhills Valley 30-6. 
Pleasanton has jumped up to a 14-0 lead after one quarter against Mullen. That game is currently on ESPN, 14-60. And uh, Sandhill-Stedford had jumped out on Axtell, 24-8. We'll try and get an update on that score for you as well, as they should be into the second half. The 7 o'clock kickoffs, Central Valley hosting Blue Hill. Medicine Valley is at Garden County. Kennesaw is hosting Palmer on the breeze, 94.5. And Ansley Litchfield will be at Riverside. In the eastern portion of the D2 bracket, it is BDS 42, Elgin Pope John nothing at the half. In the second quarter, Osceola 16, Pender nothing. And in the first quarter, Creighton 8 and Osmond 6. Uh, Allen Johnson Brock, Why Not Windside, Mead Bloomfield, and Fall City Sacred Heart Fullerton are all going. Humphrey St. Francis and Niobrara Verdigree will kick off at 7 o'clock. And then we've got more football for you tomorrow here on Power 99. Kearney Catholic will take on Cozad. Kearney High will begin the Class A playoffs against Lincoln Northeast on ESPN 1460. We'll have Adams Central, Fillmore Central on ESPN 1550, and Hastings High, Grand Island Northwest on 1230 AM KHA. You can follow along at PlatteRiverPreps.com. But again, Amherst, Arcadia Loop City, we've got it for you tonight here on Power 99. We'll hear from the coaches. Mike Scott of the Rebels and Farron Klingelhofer of the Broncos as the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show continues. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. The D1 State football playoffs kicking off tonight here on Power 99, a rematch of a game that we had earlier this year with Arcadia Loop City at Amherst, just like it was back in week number four. Mike Scott of the Rebels joins us here. And, again, this has been the storyline the last couple, three years. It was the storyline here, just trying to get your entire team back, Coach. So we saw you uh, on a couple of occasions, obviously, with Amherst and Ravenna in back-to-back weeks. And then you gave Burwell all they wanted in a kind of a rain-soaked game, and then you've won your last two ball games. So for me personally, how different is your football team than the one we saw against Ravenna? Uh, quite a bit different. Yeah, we, we bring a completely different aspect of the game in the backfield action now. Uh, we're, we've got more than, than just a direct snap. You know, we've got our reads, and we've got our power play still, and then we do have some counters off of that. So we we got uh, two really good running backs in the backfield right now. One just happens to be playing quarterback, and uh, he throws the ball. Jaden, it's, it's great to see Jaden back. Uh, he throws a good ball. Uh, of course, I think we're going to be hampered with the wind a little bit tonight, but um, – uh, it's been looking good so far. It really has. I've been pleased with what I'm seeing. It's great to have uh, Justin Lewick back on the defensive side, Cameron Russell back. 
this will be the first game that we will take an offensive snap with all of our starters on the field, and that's uh, really cool. So how has practice went then, Mike, as far as getting all these guys back? Has it been a challenge, or has it been pretty smooth this week? Well, we've uh, honestly, this week's been a great week of practice. Uh, I've seen some of the best line blocking that we've had all season. I mean, it's not even arguable. It's, it, it has been the best. You talk about uh, coming together at the right time. We absolutely are. The line is finally blocking the way that we want them to. Uh, they're getting off the ball aggressively and getting their body in the right position. And uh, the backfield, uh, the thing i got to take my hat off you know, to, to Jaden is he knows his plays. We don't have to rep them 50,000 times to, to get his game going. And, and him and Tryon have looked great. Their meshes have been good. You know, we had a couple miscues last week on late reads, but for the most part, it's really coming together. It would be nice to have an extra week or two to, to prepare, but we'll take what we got. You know, we've got our guys back, and we're, we're ready for the playoffs. Even in the couple losses, uh, it's not like the offense struggled. We talked about it early in the season, all the turnovers on opening night against Elm Creek, the big comeback against Christian, and, and just playing Burwell like you did. Uh, that has been uh, quite the rivalry. What about the defense the last few weeks? I mean, you actually pitched a shutout against a pretty good Anselmo Myrna team last week. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the defense has always been what we what we count on. Uh, we are aggressive. And we, you know, we're not the biggest guys out there like we've had in the past, but we get guys in the right spot. We build those walls. We force running backs to bounce. And, you know, we gang tackle. That's, that's it. We don't have one guy getting solo tackles by himself. We've got, it. We've got three or four guys in on every play. That's what we preach. That's what we expect. And uh, the kids have responded with it. We've got, uh, we've got a solid linebacking core. I mean, these guys are as experienced as they come. They're physical. And really, you know, what we've seen in the past, the only time that we've ever really had any issues is when the offensive linemen get beat and they're holding them. So, so I'd say they're, they're pretty solid. Mike Scott's joining us here. Arcadia Loop City going to take on Amherst. Let's look back at that first game between the teams. Uh, Mike, I honestly thought Amherst left some opportunities on the board in the first half. That score probably shouldn't have been 32-7. to Could have been 32-21 to or something like that. But I thought Amherst left some opportunities on the board. When you go back and look at that game, uh, what do you need to do better to have the same success tonight? Well, first thing, we've got to make sure our special teams are doing their job. They almost got three of our punts, and we're going to be focused on that tonight. We have to make sure that we're getting our blocks and we're not just focused on going down and getting a tackle. And then uh, – Secondly, you know, we got a lot of breaks that game. I mean, we stripped the ball, got a strip touchdown, had an interception, had a couple of interceptions. Uh, we got a lot of breaks that game, and uh, we have to recognize that it wasn't just our offense that put up the points. You know, we made we made all three facets of the game work, and uh, we still, you know, I, I can remember sitting on the sidelines in that game, still not feeling comfortable with the lead. Uh, and they were undefeated at the time, knowing fully well what they're capable of doing. And we have to go into this game with that same feeling that they can score at any, at any time. We have to make sure that we're going in focused and getting our jobs done. Defensively-wise, you know, it's going to be tough with the weather being the way that it is. I think it's going to be tough for both teams, especially the throw. So we're going to have to make sure that we don't, uh, don't get out of place on runs and uh, make sure that when there is play action that we're in, we're in coverage. You think Amherst is doing anything different over the second half of the season than when you played him? Yeah, uh, I see some personnel changes as far as the backfield action. Uh, 33 is as tough as runners you're going to find in the state. 
uh, they moved him back to play a little bit of tailback, and uh, that gives him that extra couple yards head start, and he can already run over most people with, with just the, the one step. So it's going to be a challenge to make sure we get him on the ground, and uh, I think they're going to probably, I mean, it's going to be tough, but I think they're going to probably try to throw a little bit more. We get beat on being over-aggressive sometimes, so we might be, have to be extra aware of the counter and, and the backside stuff. But we've been coaching that up this week, trying to make sure that we're staying disciplined, executing what we're supposed to do. And uh, I, I honestly, as far as their scheme goes, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't even guess what they're going to do. You know, some coaches they they go into a game after they've been beaten with a completely different philosophy, and others just stick to what they know, what they do well. And it, it, we're just going to be prepared for whatever they bring. Mike Scott with us for the last minute here. I know it's the whole one game at a time, but uh, your kids have found a way since the co-op to make it out of this first round the last three years. And it's not like you've been a huge high seed. Uh, you were a little bit better seed uh, last year, but you haven't been a huge high seed here. And I had to chuckle. In the old format, Burwell would have been waiting for you there in game number two, but uh, you just don't know if you advance on maybe who you're going to get. Uh, how do you approach this year's playoff race, uh, knowing that these kids know how to win in the playoffs, as compared to maybe the last couple of years when you're going to cross bracket and things like that, if you can survive tonight? Uh, I've had a lot of people talk to me. Who do you think you're going to play? Who, I, you know, and I've said, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not worried about it. Um, we're, I, let, I let my assistant coaches, they like playing around with that, and then a lot <laughs> of my friends, they like messing around with that. But as far as my concerns, you've got to beat everybody, and we're going to take it one game. Like you said, we're going to take it one game at a time. We're focused on Amherst. We're going to see if there's any upsets, and if there's not, we'll just let the chips fall where they're going, and we'll figure out, uh, assuming we get by, uh, who we're going to play second round. Uh, I'm not going to speculate on who we're going to play because about the time we start doing that and you overlook somebody, then you get a watch for the rest of the season. And Our goal is definitely not to do that. You know, we've we've had some pretty good runs the last few years, and we just we just want to try to keep that going, and we got to stay focused for exactly what's going on right now. Mike, always great watching this football team. They're definitely an exciting team, and I think we could have a heck of a football game here tonight. So appreciate the time, and best of luck. Thanks, Doug. We appreciate it. That's Mike Scott. He's the head football coach of the Arcadia Loop City Rebels, and we'll be back to Amherst to talk with Bronco head coach Farron Klingelhofer right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99. I came from a big city. Nebraska's different. Nebraska is one large, small town, independent and dedicated Marilyn is a big deal in a little town like this. Dr. Zuzak is so passionate about what he does that we just knew that we were in good hands. Like we walked in there and it kind of felt like you walked into just a friend's house. I like to translate things into simple everyday language. Talking with patients about what is going to happen to them, what the disease is like, you get to know them pretty well. It wasn't just about the cancer, it was about us as a family. The people. It's kind of an amazing thing to me. I think it makes me proud to be a Nebraskan. The dedication for sure. That is true Nebraskan style and the kindness. You could not be in better hands. My name is Tom Zuzeg and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. We're back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99, a fairly 
chilly night, our first uh, kind of off-weather game here to start the playoffs, but I guess that's what we should expect. It's a nice field and a nice uh, game tonight between Amherst and Arcadia Loop City, and head coach Farron Klingelhofer joins us here to talk about the, the Broncos. And Coach, uh, obviously, kids have to be in the right mindset uh, when you get into the playoffs, whether it's weather, whether it's a team you played before. Uh, how do you like the psyche of your team going into tonight? You know, yeah, you're, you're right. It's There's added pressure with just the – you know, the one and done, if you don't win, uh, it's your last game. So that can either bring out um, the bad pressure or it can bring out uh, the best in teams. And hopefully, uh, you know, our boys will will take that and they'll use it as extra motivation and energy and, and we'll have a good showing tonight. Well, let's talk about where this team has been in the second half of the season after we saw you the first time with Arcadia Loop City. You bounced back real well, uh, went on the road and got two wins. And then I'm sure uh, you think one maybe got away against Ravenna and obviously Burwell a tough test. Uh, talk about the second half of the year and what you've seen from your team. Yeah, it's been a little up and down. Um, you know, we uh, after that Arcadia Loop City loss, like you mentioned, we we played um, in San Myrna and and had a good showing there. And then we traveled east and played extra Milgan Friend and and had another really good game. And and Ravenna kind of slipped away from us a little bit. We came back in the second half um, so you know I think maybe our confidence got rattled a little bit um, after Arcadia Loop City um, and then going into Ravenna we we didn't execute like we should have in that first half and and it shook our confidence a little bit there again and so this team is still trying to um, I think get that that winning uh, mentality and, and keep it and hold it and have it the entire year. Um, so these couple little setbacks um, have definitely tested us, our resolve and, and our mental toughness. But um, I think the boys are ready to go tonight. Um, you know, for the seniors, um, definitely could be their last game. So um, I don't worry about where we're at mindset-wise. We just have to go out and execute and play football. Amherst football coach Farron Klingelhofer with us here on the pregame. Farron, where has this team gotten better, do you think, in the second half of the year, and what were still some things you had to address in practice this week? You know, definitely as the year has progressed, uh, we've been able to kind of add to the, the playbook a little bit um, on both sides of the football and special teams um, just to get a little bit uh, more complex with some of the things that we're doing. Um, so that always helps, but that's everybody as the year goes on. Um, you see different things from different teams, and, and so we're no different in that regard. Uh, this team has, I think, just grown as far as, you know, our youth getting some more experience, um, and then the seniors, you know, just more reps for everybody helps you as a football team. So um, we're definitely better now than where we were at the, at the start of the year, um, but uh, we'll find out tonight, you know, how – how much better we actually are than the first time around with our Katie Loop City. Well, let's talk about that. I, I said it, and then Coach Scott said, hey, we got some breaks in that football game. You probably left some points on the board in the first half, and that ended up uh, having to play comeback the rest of the second half. What did you see in that first game? And, and obviously the Rebels are a little bit different. We'll get into their new quarterback and all that, so they're not the exact same team. But what did you take out of that first game that uh, maybe you could use tonight? Yeah, we – we definitely did um, not play our best football game that first time around, but sometimes that happens when you um, take a step up in, in competition. So, you know, even though we didn't play our best football, I'm not going to take anything away from our Katie Loop City. 
Um, you know, in our minds, they're one of the top teams in the West, and we knew that the first time um, going into that game. Uh, a lot of great athletes uh, in their scheme, um, they use them well. So they're a tough test. Um, but, yeah, definitely feel like we can play a cleaner football game this time around. And uh, if we do, um, we'll give ourselves a chance to, to win tonight. Jaden Scott is now the quarterback. Uh, obviously, uh, they were elsewhere the first time around, and it still had uh, in, in uh, Marcus doing a good job back there. But uh, how has this changed the team that you're facing tonight compared to the one that you faced uh, in week four? Uh, really, uh, both quarterbacks um, can get the job done. Um, both of them can throw the ball um, in the air at a high level. Uh, but one thing about the Scott kid is he's probably just a little bit more of a capable runner. Um, he's shown that, especially against their uh, last opponent. He had some real highlight reel type of runs. So he just adds another um, dimension to their offense that stresses a defense. Uh, so, you know, from a defensive standpoint tonight, like I said, their scheme fits their athletes well. Um, they do a good job with it, and they've got a lot of talent. So. We're going to have to uh, play one of our best defensive games of the year um, to try to slow these guys down. I want to talk about a couple running backs. First off, uh, they were just starting to get healthy outside of Jaden the first time you played him, and Tryon Calaros had a heck of a football game. How do you slow him down? Yeah, we, we did um, a fairly decent job the first time um, trying to corral him. There was just a couple times missed tackles, and he got out. And when he gets out in open space, um, he's got that breakaway speed to really hurt you. So uh, we just know we have to tackle well tonight. Um, they're good with the football in their hand. They're skilled guys at making making people miss, and they've got speed. So uh, we're going to have to you know play disciplined um, assignment football on defense and tackle well. And and we know that's going to be one of the things that you know determines the outcome of the game from our standpoint. So. Um, big test for us, but I think we're ready for it, and we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> the game's at home, uh, kind of a three-way tie there in the uh, tiebreaker, so uh, Amherst gets the home field advantage tonight, and Coach to take advantage of it with the weather that we have, obviously probably going to have to run the football, and Coach Scott mentioned Sam Hollander by name. Are you running the ball better, and is Sam getting a little more look here in the second part of the season? Yeah, he uh, he's earned that right to get some more carries. Um, He's a, he's a load for uh, defenders to bring down um, 5'9", 195 pounds, um, and pretty solid 195 pounds. So um, he's a load. He's earned that right to get those reps. Um, some of it's been due to um, just wanting to get him more reps, and some of it's been due to um, just being a little you know injury um, bug in the backfield for us and, and having to move guys around a little bit. So um, he's ready to go tonight. Um, we will rely on him um, and our other backs. Like you said, the, the weather is not going to be conducive to put the ball in the air very much. Um, so we're going to have to get the ground game going, and he's a big part of it. All right, Coach, uh, best of luck tonight. Amherst looking for their first playoff win since 2015. I know everybody's hungry to go get one. Yeah, yeah, we're excited about it. It's good to be back in the playoffs somewhere where at Amherst we want to be every single year. So. I um, appreciate you guys covering us and um, look forward to tonight's game. Farron Klingelhofer, head coach of the Amherst Broncos, and we'll be back to take a look at the starting lineups for tonight's D1 State playoff game after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrid pregame show.
Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And it's time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, for the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City, their center is number 32, a six foot, 170 pound junior, Vince Urich. The guards, number 17, five, 650 pound senior, Logan Gregory. And then switching in will be number 61, six, four, 240 pound senior, Liam Heil, and number 82, 511, 200 pound junior, Justin Lewick. The tight end, number 52, 6'185 pound senior, is Clayton Deathless. Then you take a look at the slot back, number 19, 5'10, 150 pound junior, Preston Rogers. At wide receiver, number 13, 6'175 pound senior, Drew Lewandusky. The eye back, number 10, 5'9, 160 pound senior, Tryon Calarose, who should go over 1,000 yards on the season tonight. Remember, he missed the first couple of games of the year. And the quarterback in his third start off of injury is number 25, 5'10", 165-pound senior, Jaden Scott. The head coach is Mike Scott, assisted by Aaron Habe, Jason Obermiller, and Tony Caslin. They come in with a record of 5-3, and three, ranked 8th in Class D1, according to the Omaha World-Herald. All three losses by six points or less, including that six-point loss with six turnovers at Burwell earlier this season. For the Amherst Broncos, the center is number 59, 5'9", 250-pound senior Jackson Tobenheim. The guards are number 54, 6'1", 205-pound senior Drew Bogard. And number 85, 6'1", 220-pound junior Isaac John. The tight ends are number 26, 6'2", 195-pound senior Riley Galloway. And number 42, 6'2", 185-pound senior Colton Vavra. The pullback is number 33, 5'9", 195-pound junior Sam Hollander. And the eyeback, number 16, 5'8", 150-pound junior Quentin Frank. The quarterback for the Broncos is number 2, 6-foot, 200-pound senior Kalen Rohde. The head coach of the Broncos is Farron Klingelhofer, assisted by Colin Pfeiffer, Eric Rippett, and Carson Hemmen. Amherst is also 5-3 on the season, but they have dropped their last two games to Ravenna and Burwell as long with the earlier season loss to Arcadia Loop City. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Amherst is in pretty good shape, although they will be missing the freshman, Jesse Tesmer. He would have played a little bit for them, uh, back up on offense and gets in there, does some good things defensively. We're also keeping an eye on Seth Tobenheim uh, tonight as well. He was under the weather. For Arcadia Loop City, 
they've just kept getting better and better and healthier and healthier. And Mike Scott says, really, outside of the bumps and bruises, there's nothing to worry about uh, in the two deep for tonight's football game. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Taking a look at the scoreboard once again in Class D1 in the West Bracket. Nebraska Christian was a winner today over Hemingford, 24-14. In the fourth quarter, Dundee County Stratton leading Anselmo Myrna, 44-12. In the second quarter, Sutherland had that 8-0 lead over Cambridge. Earlier today, it was Laurel Concord Coleridge over Thayer Central, 76-46. And in the fourth quarter, Lord Central Catholic leading Humphrey, Lindsay Holy Family, 42-20. In D2, finals, Loomis over Layton, 52-16. O'Neill St. Mary's over Sandhills Valley, 56-18. The last score we had at halftime, Sandhill Stedford was taking care of Axtell, 54-14. On ESPN, 14-60, Pleasanton leading Mullen. The Broncos just got on the board. It's 22-6 Pleasanton in the second quarter. Later tonight, Kennesaw Palmer just about ready to kick off on the breeze, 94.5 FM. Third quarter, Fall City Sacred Heart 60, Fullerton 14. Creighton leads Osmond 16 to 12 in the second quarter. Johnson Brock a 20 to 6 lead over Allen in the second quarter, and Osceola leading Pender 16 to nothing in the second. A final, Bruning Davenport Shickley blanks Elgin Pope John 50 to nothing. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. You know it's a big game because. You know, Buck Mahoney's here. You've got Dave Klingelhofer here. You've got Rich Broderson doing the PA. Big game. We're glad to be here as well. And thanks so much to Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. We'll kick it off for the playoffs next. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. Citizens Bank and Trust provides superior financial service with honesty, professionalism, and confidentiality while promoting economic growth and stability in the communities they serve. With convenient locations in St. Paul, Loop City, and Central City, all locations are experienced in real estate, agriculture, commercial, and consumer lending, offering savings, deposits, checking accounts, debit cards, and online mobile banking. Citizens Bank and Trust, proud supporters of all student activities. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. 
people and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. Well, it's just flat windy, folks. There's no doubt about it as uh, Amherst and Arcadia Loop City getting ready to do battle here. And uh, thanks to the color guard for being at the ball game and trying to corral the flags uh, in this wind. Uh, absolutely not an easy uh, piece of work here tonight. As we take a look at the conditions here in Amherst, uh, according to our friends at uh, the Weather Channel, it is currently 35 degrees with a north wind at 23 miles an hour. It makes it feel like it's 23 degrees out there. Humidity is sitting at 87% tonight, and the winds are expected to be between 20 and 25 with gusts higher than that at times. So special teams becomes big tonight. You've also got uh, how you take care of that football, punting it into the wind, and maybe who just starts with the football here. Last time we had a little football, uh, Amherst uh, just didn't have as much yardage as Arcadia Loop City, but it wasn't that big of a difference. 266 to 212, Arcadia Loop City, Tryon Calderose that night, 22 rushing attempts, had 180 yards. He had three offensive touchdowns, and he had a strip return fumble for one of the touchdowns as well, scoring four of those five. Arcadia Loop City ran for 161 and threw for 105. Amherst ran for 145 and threw for 77 in that ball game. Sam Hollander actually did lead the team in rushing that night with 53 yards. But the turnovers were huge, and let's see if Amherst and both teams can take better care of the football here tonight. So let's get our contest underway. High school football on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, Loop City, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. You're going to hear the wind whistling, folks, and uh, hopefully it's not too much. We'll try and control that as well. Our high school state football playoff action brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters located in Hastings and Sutton. And it will be Arcadia Loop City to boot the ball away here. They will have the wind at their back, so expect this baby to sail into the end zone. There is no need to give Amherst any kind of a chance to return it as they put the ball on the tee, and we get ready for some high school football playoff action. And both teams have good kickers. Christian Tinchner is the uh, kickoff man here. And again, last time, we both uh, saw some good punting from both of these teams. We've seen Arcadia Loop City a couple of times, also in their win over Ravenna. So let's get the playoffs underway as Tinchner approaches the ball and boots it high. It sails and it will be returnable, taken on the run at the five-yard line, right hash to the 10, the 15. There's not a lot of room and punched out of bounds just before he gets to the 20-yard line is Riley Fisher, and it is a first down and 10 here for Amherst. Can they get off to a good start? They moved the ball the first time these teams played, but either turnovers and there were some penalties in that ball game. Remember, the Rebels were flagged 11 times for over 100 yards in that football game. So the red with the white pants, the cool Bronco helmets, they'll line up in that I formation to get our football game underway. Rody turns, he hands it off to his eye back. Frank comes off the left guard, and he's going to plow forward for about three across the 20, out to the 23-yard line. It'll be second down and seven. They wanted to establish the run the last time that they played and that looks like maybe that's what they want to do again here tonight. Shorten the game a little bit. Amherst does not want to get in a shootout here tonight with the Rebels. 
Can they get the win, or will Arcadia Loop City do what they've been doing the last few years, take an unblemished, uh, non-unblemished record and go deep into the playoffs? Hand it off again to Frank, trying to come off the left side, just lowers the shoulders across the 25. He's going to get up to the 26, maybe the 27-yard line, and a nice run on the play there. Let's give him a gain of five, and it is going to be third down and two. So following that left guard, Looking for some room as Rody checks it out here. Important to get that first down on the opening drive of the football game. Again, Pleasanton leading Mullen on ESPN 1460. Kennesaw just kicking it off with Palmer on the breeze, 94.5. Third and two for Amherst, right in the middle of the football field at their own 28-yard line. Stay out of that power eye formation. Here comes the blitz. Handed off Frank, right side. He's got the first down, and he'll get across the 30-yard line, out to the 32, a gain of four more, and the first first down of the ball game. Three carries, Quentin Frank, and when you can make it work, Coach Klingelhofer has to be happy. Get those linemen waked up, woke up, get them blocking, get out there with some fierce work and show that you're not going to get pushed around on the other side, and that's exactly what they've done here. So three carries, 12 yards for Quinton Frank. First down and 10 at their own 32-yard line opening drive. Fullback Hollander, he ends up on the right side, gets hit, comes back, tries to go around the left side, and he's going to be upended there by Logan Gregory, barely getting back to the line of scrimmage. May have lost a quarter of a yard. We'll just say it's second down and 10. Hollander, fullback dive off the right side and ran right in to who else? Clayton Detlefs. I mean, all these guys on the line are really, really good in the linebackers for Arcadia Loop City. Two minutes in, and it's the opening drive here. Second down and 10 at their own 32-yard line. Amherst pitch play. Try to get to the outside, then cutting it back in. It'll be Frank. He gets to the 35, and he'll be brought down right there. So a short gain. The ball came out, but the referee saying no. Already down on the play. So it'll bring up third down and seven. The situation neither team wants to be in tonight is third and long going into that brisk, brisk win. So the ball marked right at the 35-yard line. Rody couldn't get the read on the play, so he's going to run over here and talk to Coach Klingelhofer and hustle it back out there. Three down linemen for Arcadia Loop City. It's kind of a 3-3-2 look that they run out there in this eight-man defense. As we approach the nine-minute mark, third down and seven at their own 35. And Rody going to hand it off left side. Frank looking for somewhere to go, and he's picked up in the backfield. Clayton Detlefs gets him at the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be a loss of two and bring up fourth down and nine. So Arcadia Loop City will take over the football here as Amherst is going to have to punt into this win. Can you find a way to keep the kick low, get some run out of it, because anything high... Not going to be good here tonight. Colton Vavra stands back to punt the football away. Two men back deep here and a high snap. A little bit of a rush. The kick is away. The wind eats it up, but it will not be returnable. It bounces just about the 20-yard line, and they're going to blow it dead near the 17. So not bad. That's a 29-yard punt, but the important thing, no return, and Arcadia Loop City will take over first down and 10 here to start this football game. You're listening to KKPR-FM and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. As the Rebels will start over at the 17-yard line after three and a half minutes were chewed up on the opening drive here by Amherst. 
Sometimes it's just a direct snap and run, and that's exactly what it is. And Scott's into the secondary down the sideline, 30, 35, 40. He is at the 30, breaks a tackle, and then is brought down at the 20-yard line. A touchdown saving tackle by Hadwiger. Tage able to bring him down, but what a huge run to start this football game for Jaden Scott, who was unable to play the last time we had this contest because of an injury. That's a 43-yard gain on the opening play of the football game. As you heard his dad and coach Mike Scott say, basically we have two running backs really good in the backfield, but one of them plays quarterback. So you have to keep an eye on Calaros and Scott, and that is hands full. They'll stack the wide receivers to the left side, come up with press coverage, hand it to Calaros right side, another big hole. Two plays, and Arcadia Loop City is in the end zone. A 63-yard drive, a 43, and a 20-yard run. The 20-yard run for Tryon Calaros. He likes playing at Amherst. And Arcadia Loop City is on the board with a five-points bank touchdown. Five-points bank, the better bank in Kearney. 7.57 to go here in the opening quarter. And they didn't have to worry about the wind at their back. They kept it on the ground and opened up some holes. One over the left side for Scott, one over the right side for Calarose. And the Rebels love to go for two, so they'll do it again here. Out of the pistol, Scott takes it. He wants to throw, rolls to his right, has room to roam. And he is in some trouble, breaks a tackle, spin move, and dives just into the end zone for the two-point conversion. He actually went airborne, and while vertical, stuck the ball across the end line. We're in the D1 State football playoffs. 7.57 to go in the first quarter. Arcadia Loop City 8 and Amherst nothing. Loop Agency, Loop Realty, and Loop City would like to say good luck to all the area athletes in this week's competition. Loop Agency is working to provide you the best insurance and real estate services available based on your needs because we can and you deserve it. Loop Agency, Loop Realty, where we write insurance and sell service. Call Amy at 308-745-1097 in Loop City. Good luck, athletes. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Doug Duda back with you here on Power 99 as Arcadia Loop City boots it away. High spinning kick, and this one is going to get into the end zone. The first one did not. This one about a yard deep, and Riley Fisher not going to be able to return it, and it'll be Amherst Ball at their own 15-yard line. Arcadia Loop City jumping on the board first here, 8 to nothing. the first time these teams played. We didn't have a score in the football game until 4.16 to go in the second quarter, and then that's when Arcadia Loop City was able to get things rolling. State football playoffs brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Going into the teeth of this 20 to 30 mile an hour wind, the Broncos will now bring a wide receiver in, set him up at the right side, one setback, motion time, and they'll hand it off over the right side. Looking for a little room is going to be Frank, and he'll get out there for just a couple of yards. So Quentin with his sixth carry of the football game for 19 yards. Down the road at Pleasanton, they're at the half. It's Pleasanton 22 and Mullen 6. And Kennesaw and Palmer just kicking off as well, looking for the first score there. Cambridge and Sutherland, 16-16 at the half. 
in Class D1. Second out of eight here for the Broncos. Pitch play left side. Frank looking for someplace to go. Stretched out, stretched out, and finally brought down close to the 19-yard line. Wanted to cut it up earlier, but there was just no place to go. Good pursuit, good coverage there by the Rebels. Another gain of two, and it will bring up third down and six at the 19-yard line. Boy, Amherst, yes, you want to score, but you want to eat some clock, get that wind at your back, and not give Arcadia Loop City too many possessions here with the wind at their back, although, as we said, it didn't matter the first time around as they ran it twice and covered that 63 yards. So third down now and six at their own 19. Last time they ran it, this time Rody rolls out, throws it too high for Vavra, who was open at the first down stick. It was a nice strong throw, but... Maybe thinking he had to put a little extra on it to fight through that wind. And over Vavra's head, Deathlifts and Lewandowski were there on the coverage. And so a three and out here for the Broncos. And they'll have to punt the ball away. Vavra booted it 29 yards last time. This time, Vavra's got to do some work because he's a little deeper at his own 19. Last time they booted it away from the 35. Snaps good this time. Rush from the outside, a low-line drive kick right at the rusher, and it's going to be across the 40 into Arcadia Loop City territory at about the 39-yard line. So that ends up only being a 22-yard punt, not as successful as last time. And Vavra, that was the plan, you know, get the snap, kick it left, and let it roll. But there was pressure coming right at him from that end. I'm surprised he didn't boot it right into him. But a good job by Vavra, and it'll be... Arcadia Loop City to run their third offensive play of the game, leading at 8-0, six and a half to go here first quarter. They'll have it first and 10 at their own 39-yard line. This Thursday, the opening day of the eight-man playoffs, and then a new format. They'll start playing on Friday the rest of the way. Out of the shotgun, Scott wants to run option. He pitches it to Calarose on the right side, gets into Amherst territory at the 35-yard line, and he'll be tripped up at the 34. But another good gain of seven yards on the play for Calarose, and that'll bring up second down, and three. Again, you've probably heard it by now, and if you're an eight-man fan, you know it, but uh, the old days, the winner of this game would have probably been playing Burwell again. Burwell, the number one seed. This is the 8-9 matchup, but they will cross-bracket. They will re-bracket the playoffs after this round and then stay with that 16-8-4 to to, to the championships in Lincoln. Second down and three. Full house backfield this time. And the snap goes to Scott. He comes off the left side, hitting the backfield. Stiff arm breaks the tackle down the left sideline, 30 to the 25, breaks another one to the 10, and he's into the end zone. Jaden Scott, a 33-yard touchdown run, put a good stiff arm as he turned the corner. They actually had him in the backfield, but he broke the tackle, and instead of a three-yard loss, a 33-yard touchdown. And Arcadia Loop City is off to a really good start here today. 76 yards on two carries for Scott. And it is 14 to nothing. Two long touchdown runs. Five points bank, the better bank in Kearney. Bringing you our touchdowns. Not the way Amherst wanted to start. They're going to have to find a way to move the football themselves. Having a hard time deciding if it's Calarose or Scott with the football. Rogers will be slot left. A little bit wider is Lewandowski. They're going to hand it off to Calarose, and he goes straight into the end zone for the two-point conversion. 5.39 to go in the first quarter. Arcadia Loop City 16 and Amherst nothing. You're listening to the state football playoffs on Power 99. When you want the very best, go see Trotter. 
where you always get more for your dollar. We're your little friendly store, and we're right next door, and that's what we're here for. Go see Trotter. Based in Arcadia with locations across the greatest part of Nebraska, Trotters is a proud supporter of all the area student-athletes and wishes them best of luck on the field, court, and in the classroom. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find. We're your neighbors and your friends. Go see Trotter. Ken's Equipment in Loop City, in business since 1971 and is committed to providing you with the best customer service available. They are proud to offer the product lines of Massey Ferguson, Heston, Sunflower, White Planters, Schuler Feed Wagons, Westville Augers, and more. Stop by Ken's Equipment at 1110 O Street in Loop City. You'll be glad you did. Or check us out online at kensequipmentinc.com. Ken's Equipment in Loop City is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the competition. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Zane Jones, as we're ready to boot it away with Tensioner. The ball blows off the tee, so they'll reset it. But four offensive plays and two touchdowns here for the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City. They're up 16 to nothing, 5.39 to go. First quarter, and Tensioner. This one he kind of missed. It's a low-line drive kick, and it's going to be a tough one because it stays in bounds and then bounces off of the return man and out of bounds at the three-yard line and not the kind of break Amherst needed. Riley Fisher, I don't think that was an intentional line drive kick with the wind being the way it is, but it was, if you could have said that that's what you wanted to do, that was perfect because it just bounced along the ground. It wasn't going to go out of bounds, not what Amherst was expecting. So Fisher, like a shortstop, trying to field one on the seam between the dirt and the grass, it just bounced right off his knee when he went down to pick it up and kicked out of bounds. So first and 10 at their own three. Rohde under center. Gives it to Frank off the right side, and he'll work his way to about the five before he is stacked up and the play is blown dead. Again, a two. The game plan seems to be pretty smart here for Amherst. And uh uh-oh, we've got uh, the big man slow to get up in the middle of that pile. In the center, Jackson Tobenheim, the entire pile was on him. And he is going to come out. And you don't ever want to see anybody injured, but you don't want to see your center get injured when you're right up against your own goal line. The ball between the four and the five here. And Rohde, with the clock running now under five minutes, down 16-0, gets him set. So second down. And they'll turn. Hand it off to the eye back again. Frank keeps those legs training, and he gets out to the 10-yard line. Or is that Hollander? They had Hollander lined up as the eye back, and there are the tough yards that Coach Scott was talking about seeing. That's going to be a gain of nearly six, and it's going to be third down and short on the second carry of the ball game here for Sam. Third, we'll call it a pretty long two, short three. Important third down conversion here as they take a look at their starting center. And I believe they have slid Brody Bogard in as the center now. He comes up, grabs that football, third and two. Out of the eye formation, Frank's the fullback. They hand it off to him, and he is going to blast forward, and it looks like he's right at the first down marker. And they're going to say, yes, it is. Enough for the first down. Good, hard, strong run there. Off the bottom of the pile, leading the way was tight end Riley Galloway trying to clean some space out there. So the second first down of the ball game here for Amherst. And more importantly, it keeps the clock running, gets them 
away from their own end line, even though they're still at their own 13. 16-0 Arcadia Loop City, 3.40 to go here in the first quarter of the D1 playoffs. And now Galloway's in there as the fullback. They'll hand it off to Hollander. Hollander around the left end, almost got tripped up, able to jump over the would-be tackler and get close to the 20-yard line. I think maybe last time it wasn't Quentin Frank, it was Riley Galloway that ran the football. And now Frank comes back in there and limping a little bit as he comes off the field here is going to be Josh Klingelhofer. It's going to be a gain of five that time for Hollander. Second and five at the 18. And they'll turn, counterplay right side, just looking for hard yards and nothing there this time for Quentin Frank. Got from the 18 to the 19, a gain of one. And Scott in there on the tackle for Arcadia Loop City. Hard yards, tough work right now for Amherst, and they've got third down and four at their own 20, a drive that started at their own three after the kickoff bounced off the return man and bounced out of bounds. They will replace Drew Bogard here with Josh Klingelhofer. And then Hollander's also going to come out. We may see something a little unbalanced this time. Third and four into this wind. Only one pass attempt, although Rohde is in the shotgun. Wide receiver split wide to the right looking for Vavra. Throws it out here. It's behind him again, and again he was open. There was nothing special about it. Vavra ran five yards, turned around, and the pass was behind him. He couldn't put much of an effort on it because when he turned around, his momentum was taking him the other way. And coming into the ball game, Christian Wick now as they get ready to punt it away for the second time. 29 and 22 yards on the two punts here for Vavra. And again, Scott back only at about midfield. And here's the kick. Tried to get it in the air. Does a good job. Scott is going to field it. His 34-yard line. He fumbled the ball, and Amherst has it. It popped out of his hands. And Amherst comes up with the football. Riley Galloway, a huge break just when Amherst needed something good to go their way. So the first turnover of the ball game on a pretty good punt that time. Nothing too great about it, but a pretty good punt of 27 yards. And then it's fumbled, and Arcadia Loop City will give up the football at their own 33-yard line. First down and 10 here for the Broncos with a little pep in their step. Out of the shotgun, they want to throw. Rolling right, Rohde going deep. Nope, he's covered. Vavra's covered, so they throw the other way. And this time it's complete to Galloway. He's inside the 30. He's upended at the 25-yard line. Of about seven on the play. The first completed pass. Good job by Rohde to keep things rolling along there. So right after he forced and recovered the fumble, Galloway comes out and makes the first reception of the football game. 2.08 remaining here in the first quarter. Not sure why the clock is stopped, but it is. And they'll turn, hand it off, and hit in the backfield. Hollander, he's able to stay on his feet. He's fighting. He's fighting. His knee's not down yet, and he's able to at least get back to the line of scrimmage. He was trying to crawl over the top of a couple of Arcadia Loop City Rebels, including, let me double-check who that is out there. I think I have a 41, and there's no 41 on the roster. So we apologize for that, and it'll go back over to uh, Amherst. Hollander not able to get anything on the play. Third down and four. Trying to take advantage of that turnover on the fumbled punt. 
Fake the handoff, rolling right, pressure, pressure. Rohde has to just dump it, and it's a screen. Hollander has it, but it's well covered, and he's dumped behind the line of scrimmage. Getting him back there is Tryon Calarose. And Kalen Rohde was just stiff-arming Deathlifts as he came after him and just threw it over the top of him, but they end up losing four yards on the play, even though it was a completed pass, and it's going to be fourth down and eight, and it looks like they are going to go for it here. Under a minute to go in the first quarter, 16-0 Arcadia Loop City. They've only run four offensive plays, have a 20-yard touchdown run from Calarose and a 33-yard touchdown run from Scott. And this may may be one of those situations where Amherst is going to burn a timeout. They haven't set the play in yet. And with 41 seconds to go in the first quarter of the timeout, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, it's 16 to nothing, Arcadia Loop City here on Power 99. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Are you wanting to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, but you don't know where to start? Come see me, Abby Mahler, the kitchen and bathroom designer at Moshka's Building Center in Arcadia. It's my job to design your kitchen layout and help you coordinate your cabinets, countertops, backsplash, flooring, and hardware. I have design software that lets you see a 3D image of your layout so you can visually picture what your new kitchen will look like. Please call us at 789-6252 and ask for Abby to set up your free consultation today. Back in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth. Rody is back by himself. He could punt it or they could throw it on fourth and eight. And back to pass. He wants to throw over the middle. And it is in and out of the hands of his intended receiver, Hadwiger. And he wasn't going to get the first down anyway. They threw a little crossing pattern to the 25. And he needed to get down to about the 22. And he was hit as soon as the ball made contact with him. And so once again, Amherst is going to come up empty here. Although they get a little bit field position after the fumbled punt, they're unable to move the chains. And Arcadia Loop City will take over for the third time at their own 31-yard line, leading at 16 to nothing with 36 seconds remaining here in quarter number one. Haven't had to throw it yet with that wind at their back. Let's see if they do it with Lewandowski split out wide to the right. Trips in the backfield. Calarose and Scott. This time it's going to be Scott to come straight ahead. Again, he's hit, spins, and this time they wrap him up after a short gain. Nice job in there by Galloway and Frank to make the initial contact and a gain of only one on the run that time for Jaden Scott. And if the Rebels want it to be, that'll be the final play of this quarter. Unless they want to chuck it deep, they probably will let it run out. Ten seconds. And they are going to let the quarter run. So the opening quarter is in the book here in our 8-9 West matchup in the D1 2020 State Playoffs. The Arcadia Loop City Rebels 16 and the Amherst Broncos nothing. You're listening to State Football Action brought to you by Husker Power Products on Power 99. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power along with unmatched service and support into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. 
Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Don't forget to check out the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. We're heading into the final few days of October, so nominate one of your great athletes. Tyce Westland of Pleasanton, Elena Vargas from St. Cecilia, last month's winner. Second and nine, Arcadia Loop City at their own 32. They'll hand it to Calarose. He's hitting the middle of the line. Hollander tries to strip the football. He can't do it, but he does help make the tackle as he gets a one-yard gain. Finishing him off there is Isaac John. So there's two good tackles for the Amherst Broncos. We'll give him a gain of one on the play. In that first quarter, Arcadia Loop City, three first downs, two touchdowns. They ran only five offensive plays for a total of 104 yards, 77 and three carries for Scott in a touchdown. Cattle Rose, two carries, 27 yards and a touchdown. Now into the wind, third and eight at their own 33. Scott out of the pistol, Cattle Rose to his right. And option, he will keep it himself. And over the left side, he finally gives it to Cattle Rose. And Cattle Rose is going to get across the 35, but not enough for the first down. Good gain on the play. If they were a little farther down the field, they might go for this. But in their own territory, let's see what Mike Scott wants to do. They're going to mark him down at about the 39-yard line, fourth and a yard and a half here for Arcadia Loop City. Maybe more like two. They need to get to the 39 on the other side. So we'll say it's fourth down and two after a six-yard gain by Calarose. They're subbing in late here. Rodgers went in. Now Rodgers comes out. They may have to burn a timeout here. They're still in the huddle. And they're hustling up to the line like they want to go for it. They'll put everybody in the box here for Amherst. Don't jump. And there's motion. Motion on the offensive backfield. And that'll make this decision a little bit easier for Coach Mike Scott. That is our first penalty of the ball game. I was talking with the head ref before the ball game, and he said, we hope we don't have to throw a lot of flags in this game tonight, and that is the first one. And as they throw it, of course, the flag got up into the wind, and it blew back about 10 yards. But a five-yard illegal procedure penalty, and now it looks like it's punting time for the Rebels. Their first punt on fourth and seven at their own 34. And they snap it over the punter's head. It's inside the 10, picked up at the 5. He's going to have to try and kick it away. He does. It rolls at the 30. He's actually going to get it back to about the line of scrimmage. And it dies at the Amherst 38-yard line. That's going to go down as an 8-yard punt. But what a great job there. And it looks like we've got a flag. Is there a flag? Way back there where he punted it away. You cannot call roughing the kicker here. And that's what Farron Klingelhopper is saying. Once that ball is loose and he takes off as a runner, you cannot have roughing the kicker. And I'm afraid that that's what we might get here. The referee is the man that made the call. 
And now he's going to go back and talk to his crew. This might give them a first down. I have not seen the indication yet. A sportsmanlike conduct called on Amherst, but that should still be Amherst ball then. Interesting one here. I did not see what happened, but it had to happen back where the punter booted the football away, and it looks like the offense is coming back on the field here for Arcadia Loop City. Wow, what an immense break for the Rebels. That's one we'll have to check out with our crew. Unsportsmanlike. That might have been a illegal block or something like that as they'll give it off to Jaden Scott. He'll come around the left end. He's tackled high, but out of bounds inside the 30 to about the 28-yard line. And a gain of five that time for Scott. That could be a major turning point in this football game. Just when Amherst had made a stop a couple of times, got that fumble, and then had forced a punt here, and then the snap goes over his head. So it'll be second down and five here. 16-0 Arcadia Loop City, 10 minutes to go in the second quarter. And back to pass Scott for the first time. Nowhere to go, rolls right, sidearms it over here, and he's just throwing that one away. Preston Rogers was in double coverage, and it falls incomplete. Just trying to keep the Broncos honest there. On coverage, Frank, along with Rody the safety. As the wind continues to howl, let's try and get you some score updates from around the area. They've moved into the third quarter. Pleasanton 30, Mullen 12 on ESPN, 14-60. Kennesaw 14, Palmer 8, late first quarter on the breeze, 94.5. Here at 16-0 Arcadia Loop City. As they face third and five at the 25-yard line, rolling to his right, Scott hitting the backfield. We've got a penalty flag. I think maybe that was a face mask. He dives inside the 25. He's going to be just short of the first down, but I think you're going to have a defensive penalty here on the Broncos. And let's see what the white hat tells us. No, it's a hold going to be called here on Arcadia Loop City on the right end. And so that'll back him up 10 yards. So just when we weren't getting flags, and now we've got three of them in a minute, and that will back up the Rebels, our first third and really long situation of the ball game. They'll have it at the Amherst 35, and it'll be third down at about 13 to go. So they'll come out with the shotgun, Calderose off to the right of his quarterback, Jaden Scott. Twins to the left side, Lewandowski and Rogers. Quarterback draw, hitting the backfield. Scott gets away from it. Down the right sideline, he's got running room, 30, 25. Cuts back to the left. He's going to go all the way to the Rebels' sideline and take it into the end zone. Touchdown. A 35-yard touchdown run on third and 12 by the uber-athletic Mr. Scott. Nice run by Jaden, his second touchdown here of the ball game and he's already got 117 yards three big plays and it's 22 to nothing arcadia loop city with 928 to go here in the first half our five points bank touchdown five points bank the better bank in carney 
they line up to go for the two-point conversion. Highline and Southern Valley, 6-6 in the first quarter. As the Rebels come up, they throw it a little bit more for these two-point conversions. Tried it earlier and ended up having to run it in. Scott, direct snap to Calarose. Calarose off the right side, follows his blockers into the end zone for the two-point conversion. And so a couple of penalties and a break, and the Rebels are now up 24-0 over Amherst, 9.28 to go first half. You're listening to the state playoffs on Power 99, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Let's do business in the heartland. Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, the newest addition to the Flight Valley Auto Pony Express winning team. The largest selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs around. Great deals happen here. Sales, service, parts and tires, collision center, and more. Come see why. We are the fastest growing auto stores in central Nebraska. Great selection. Chevrolet Buick, Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. The only thing you need to know for all your automotive needs. Flight Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Pony Express, Chevrolet, Gothenburg, Menden, and now Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, where everybody gets a great deal and a great deal more. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. And welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Carney, Amherst, Arcadia, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Glad to have you along with us. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll take a look at the first half stats, scores from around the area, talk a little bit about what's coming up tomorrow. Best of luck, Arcadia Loop City and uh, Amherst each have a runner at the state cross-country meet tomorrow. I wouldn't want to be them, but they're good athletes, and they're going to be able to run over at the Kearney Country Club in less-than-ideal conditions tomorrow. Of course, some of these runners don't mind. If it's not too windy, they don't mind if it's cool a little bit. And the Rebels now set to tee it up after a long break here in between the two-point conversion and our kickoff. So Tensioner now has to boot it into the wind. This is the first time we've seen a kickoff into the wind. As he rolls back, we're ready to get things going here finally. Tensioner approaches the ball and boots it into the air, just dies into that wind. It's fielded up at about the 25-yard line, but nowhere for Galloway to go. He gets up to about the 28-yard line. By the time it came down, Arcadia Loop City was there on coverage. So first down and 10, Amherst, and they've got to find a way to move the ball now on offense. So most of this football game has been played on their side of the field. They have managed to have the long field and just two first downs in this football game. We're not able to take advantage of the fumbled punt return by the folks from Arcadia Loop City. So first down and 10. They had Hadwiger warming up on the sideline as if they might throw it a little bit with this win, but Rody's still in there. Inside handoff on the reverse, Hollander, and he is going to be hit in the backfield once, twice, still gets away, but still doesn't get back to the line of scrimmage. Boy, Hollander is a load to bring down. The first man there was Drew Lewandusky. Calarose gets off the bottom of the pile, and Hollander is going to lose a couple back to the 23-yard line. In the first quarter, Amherst had 37 yards rushing and three yards passing. And they trail now 24 to nothing. 
The one time the Rebels had to punt it, they were bailed out on a penalty after a snap over their punter's head. Second out and 12. And back to pass, Rody rolling out. Nobody's open. Nobody's open. He's going to have to eat it. And then he tries to throw it away, and the ball is incomplete. And they're going to say that's legal. They're about 12 yards behind the line of scrimmage, but he did throw it to one of his backs in Quinton Frank. So instead of a big loss on the play, they are going to get an incompletion. So Rody with men hanging on him. And I believe 41 must be Justin Lewick instead of 82 tonight. And if it's not, I apologize, but uh, he is not on our roster, and we must have had a number change here tonight. So incomplete for Rody. Two of six for three yards, a seven-yard completion, and they had a four-yard loss on a screen pass. And it's third down and 12 as that wind continues to whip out of the north, kind of the north-northwest a little bit. As you hear it come into the press box once in a while out of the shotgun, Rody might just try and throw it deep instead out here to Vavra, and those two just cannot hook up. Again, it would have been short of the first down. On the coverage there for Arcadia Loop City was Jackson Cusick, and now a punting situation for Amherst. So for the second straight game between these teams, Amherst not able to put any points on the board in the first half. There's still a lot of time. But Amherst can't afford to fall behind anymore here. And not quite resembling of the first time, but it looks like they have some positive, and they just can't get a big play. And that's all the Rebels can do. And the boot is away into that win. Back, back, back over Rogers' heads inside the 10, the 5, and it's actually going to get all the way to the end zone, a 56-yard punt. And that's not all that bad. It's a 41-yard net. Uh, They'll get it at the 15-yard line, and you don't get the chance to return it that time. The fourth punt of the ball game for the Broncos. So first down and 10 here for Arcadia Loop City. Leading at 24-0 as we bring you tonight's district football action in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth in Amherst. And Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road, especially on a night like this. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Two touchdown runs by Jaden Scott of 35 and 33. Tryon Calarose had the first one from 20 yards out, and they're set to do business again at their own 15. They'll run option to the left side. They want to go with a shovel pass here to Rogers, and it's going to be knocked away. Well covered by Amherst. There was nowhere to go. They actually ran that out quite a while. Usually that shovel pass, the quarterback only takes one step, but they ran option, tried to cut it back into the middle, and there was just nowhere to go. Incomplete pass. And 10. A lot of options out of that one look. Throw that shovel pass just to keep them looking at uh, Rodgers. And you still have Calarose and Scott able to run the option. Both of them so, so dangerous. Stops the clock with 8.17 to go here in the first half. 24-0 Rebels. Lewandowski and Rodgers will stack to the right side. They'll shift the offensive line here. Trying to draw them off sides. Long, hard count. Better get this play snapped. The back judge is counting. And finally got it away with about a second on the play clock. And Scott fakes the handoff, rolls to his right. Little juke move. He goes right by the safety. He's got the first down. And the ball's fumbled. It's still loose on the ground. And Amherst says they have it, and they do. Coming off the bottom of the pile with the football here for the Broncos is going to be Tage Hadwiger. 
The freshman had to go put his shoes back on when Scott faked him out here at the line of scrimmage, but he stuck with the play, and he forced the fumble, and the second turnover of the ball game here for Arcadia Loop City. That was an 18-yard run, but a fumble from Scott. And now Amherst again will take over in Arcadia Loop City territory at the 33-yard line, the exact place they were the last time. Under center, it looks like they have made the change. Hadwiger's in there, rolls to his right, going to keep it himself, and he got plunked. He is hit by Scott and Deathlifts, and you know you've been hit when those two sandwich you. Nowhere to go, no gain for Hadwiger. Just gives him a little bit different look. The freshman will be quite the player by the time he's out of here. We've seen that in a lot of schools. You get a freshman in there. Of course, the Hadwiger name, there's been a ton of them that have donned the Amherst red and white over the years. If you're still trying to finish some harvest tonight, here's to you. Thanks for listening to us here on Power 99. Seven and a half to go. Clock running. Second quarter. 24-0 Arcadia Loop City out of the power eye formation. Hadwiger sets him down. Fakes the end around and hands it off to the eye back and Frank is hit in the backfield by Scott and is going to lose three yards. Maybe two. We'll call it third down and 12. Just nowhere to go right now for these Amherst Broncos. 24-0, two first downs. Two turnovers here by Arcadia Loop City as they try to keep things rolling. Take a look at some of the other scores from around the area here in just a moment as Amherst tries to run the play in, but long time over here at the sideline again, and I think you're going to get another timeout, and that's what happens by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. Third and 12 Amherst at the Arcadia Loop City 35, 6.46 to go in the first half. Arcadia Loop City 24, Amherst nothing. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owners insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. You take a look at this district, everybody in it made it except for Ravenna, and Ravenna was ineligible for the playoffs, and Selma Myrna was beaten tonight by Dundee County Stratton, 58-18. Now Amherst, third and 12 at the 35, back to pass Hadwiger in the pocket, has all day, going to throw it down the middle of the football field into double coverage. We've got a penalty flag, and interference going to be called here on Arcadia Loop City. Both of the wide receivers, as long as that took, ended up on deep crossing routes, and everybody was in the same area. Intended for Riley Galloway, Josh Klingelhofer was also there. But it looks like we're going to have pass interference called on the Rebels, and that'll be enough for a first down. Moving the ball from the 35 to the 20 and keeping this drive alive 
for Arcadia Loop City. Hadwiger can definitely fire the ball down the field, but a good job there by his offensive line to give him the time. So first and 10 at the 20-yard line here. The deepest penetration for the Broncos so far in the first half. Got to find a way to get on the board because, remember, Arcadia Loop City not only is going to get the ball again, they get the ball to start the third quarter. Out of the shotgun with trips to the right side. Nobody in the backfield but Hadwiger. Drops the snap, picks it up, rolls to his right, decides he wants to run, get what he can, and he's going to be tripped up and shoved out of bounds as he picks up maybe a couple to the 20-yard line. It'll be second down and eight. So Hadwiger in for Kalen Rohde. Officially, no completions because of that pass interference call. Frank runs the play in. Hollander comes in. Checking out of the ball game for Amherst is going to be Jacob Graham and Josh Klingelhofer. Maybe a little bit more of a power set here with Hollander back to the fullback in the I formation. Hadwiger sets him down. Got to go quick. Gives it to Frank. Off the left side. Has some room, and he's going to score. Good crossbuck block and into the end zone from 20 yards out for the first score of the playoffs is going to be Quentin Frank for Amherst. And that puts a little life into a cold Amherst crowd. The biggest offensive play of the ball game for these Broncos. And that makes it a five-point spank touchdown from 20 yards out with 6.25 to go here in the second quarter. All of our touchdowns have been 20 yards or farther. And because they're going to kick it here, instead of trying to chase the two points, Elo's a great kicker, and he nails this one, but that means they're still down by three scores. With 6.25 to go in the first half, it's Arcadia Loop City 24, Amherst 7, here on Power 99. In this business, the time that counts is right now. And through it all, Nutrien Ag Solutions delivers agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Put time on your side. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Don't forget the Huskers start the... Shortened 2020 COVID season, Saturday at Ohio State. We'll have the game on the breeze, 94.5 FM. Pre-game at 6 a.m. Kickoff is at 11. As Amherst ready to boot it away here with Nolan Elo. Let's see if he can send it deep into the end zone. Pops it up, and it is over Rogers' head, and it's out of the back of the end zone, and the Rebels will take over at their own 15-yard line. Still plenty of football to go here. We're not quite halfway through the second quarter, and it's 24-7 Rebels as Amherst just gets themselves on the board. Arcadia Loop City for the second straight time will start at their own 15-yard line. The dynamic running combination of Jaden Scott and Tryon Calarose have led the way here. Scott already with 135 yards, but lost a fumble last time, and that allowed Amherst to march at 47 yards and get the score. 
First and 10 at their own 15. And it'll be Scott. Back to pass, looking for a screen. Dumps it here over the middle, and the ball's bobbled and incomplete. Deathlifts saw Rody coming right at him, and he took his eyes off the ball, and it hits the turf. And Arcadia Loop City now 0 of 3 through the air. And it'll bring up second down and 10 at their own 15-yard line. When we are all done tonight, we will have a special Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show for you as we try to run down a couple more scores from around the state, including the Blue Hill Central Valley score, and looking for an update on Burwell North Central. On second down and 10, run up the middle. Scott, he gets into the secondary. He gets into the midfield, and he's going to take it all the way home. Jaden Scott, simple quarterback draw, 65 more to answer the Amherst score just two plays later. Big play after big play, and Jaden Scott has just hit the 200-yard mark with his third touchdown of the night, a 65-yard run. And those are the kind that just break your back. Amherst had felt pretty good. They went down. They scored. Get a stop. Maybe you're right back in this football game. Instead, now you look up. It's 30-7, to a two-point conversion coming up. And if Arcadia Loop City makes it, that would be the exact final score of the first game. And we are just midway through the second quarter. This has been a long first half. So lining up to go for two. Two men out wide to the left. Now they're going to bring Rodgers into the backfield here and line him up as a linebacker or as a slot back. Cody Marcus is in there, but they're going to snap it straight to Calarose. And Calarose will take it in for two. So a 6.09 to go in the first half, 32-7. Arcadia Loop City now leading Amherst here on Power 99. During the hectic harvest season, Aurora Cooperative's mobile app is here to keep you one step ahead. Our new mobile app features allow you to see real-time scale tickets, the current grain bids and balances, our loading and receiving hours, and offer you the ability to pay your bills through the app. Let us help you be more efficient this harvest season. Download the app today from your mobile app store and log in using your Aurora Cooperative account information. Reach out to Tracy Minky at 402-694-7682 for more questions. Tougher together, we know your roots. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper. North of Railroad on first. On the bricks. Downtown. Carney for a free estimate. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports throughout the season. Doug Duda, our producer engineer Zane Jones with you here at Amherst. Thanks to athletic director Nathan Dietz, Tom Moore, and the entire crew for their hospitality as Tinchner now ready to boot it away again into the win, and that's really high, and that's not going to go very far. It's taken at about the 17-yard line. Amherst will get what they can, and bringing it up across the 20 is going to be Sam Liming, and he'll be brought down at about the 21, maybe the 22-yard line. So first and 10 now for Amherst, finding themselves down 32-7. to It took 16 seconds for Arcadia Loop City to answer the first Amherst score of the football game. Again, we have football on the breeze, 94.5 between Kennesaw 
And uh, Palmer and Kennesaw is up 28-8 to in the second quarter. Pleasanton now leading Mullen 46-12 to in the third quarter. Some folks thought that maybe Mullen could come out and pull off the upset, but Pleasanton bouncing back from that rough defeat last week, showing why they were able to run through those first seven games. First and ten. Hadwiger stays in at quarterback, fakes the handoff, rolls to his right, holds it like a loaf of bread, and there's just nowhere to go. He's going to be brought down behind the line of scrimmage as he wanted to throw it and then knew that he had to tuck it up and run. Going to be brought down at about the 19-yard line. A loss of a couple. It'll be second down and 12. They might mark it at the 18. Second down and 13 after a three-yard loss. And Hadwiger will come back under center. They just stand in the I formation, no wideouts. And Tej will hand it off this time. Trying to get to the corner is going to be Frank. Got a good job down low by Rogers to square him up and slow him down. After a short gain, he gets back across the 25-yard line. Did they mark him just short of that or right on it? Looks like right on the 25. And that'll be a gain of about seven on the play. But it's still third down and about seven yards to go. And Frank now over here on the sidelines trying to walk it off. Looked like Quentin, who scored a touchdown on his last carry, may have either got his ankle rolled on or took one right in the thigh. So your start eye back is on the sidelines. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. It's third down and seven. Amherst at their own 25. They're bringing pressure. Hadwiger rolls right to get away from it. Chucks it down the field. He's got a man, Klingelhofer, but it's off of his fingertips. And incomplete at the Arcadia Loop City 35-yard line. I'm telling you, there have been some open receivers, both teams, and they have not been able to make the connection. And it'll be fourth down and seven here for the Broncos at their own 25 and most likely a punting situation here. Rodgers would love to get an opportunity to return it. Scott will only be about 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage. And Favre now gets to punt with the wind at his back. And he boots it away. It'll be taken at the 16-yard line. Rodgers can return it up to the 20-25, and he's got some room. 30-35 down the sidelines. He's shoved out of bounds over there near the 37-yard line by Christian Wick. But a nice punt that time of 39 yards, we'll say, after a 56-yarder went into the end zone last time with Vavra with that wind at his back. But the Rebels, again, have the football here. And it just seems like that clock isn't moving. Incomplete passes, scores, tackles out of bounds. And it will be Preston Rogers with a return from the 16 out to the 37, a 21-yard punt return. First and 10 at the 37-yard line here for Arcadia Loop City, already in command, 32-7. to And out of that pistol, Jaden Scott calls the cadence. He's going to hand it off to Rodgers on an inside run. He starts left, has to cut back right, and it's well covered. Upended as he gets across midfield, and now a late penalty flag. They're getting chippy out there, it looks like. Our referee has thrown a couple of those that he has seen behind the play. Rodgers is going to pick up about five on his first carry of the night. And this penalty flag is going to be... As the play was dead, something happened away from the tackle. And our referee picks up the flag and says, no penalty. All right. Got in with his 
refereeing crew and said there was no penalty. And so that'll bring up second down at about five, maybe five and a half here as the ball moves just into Amherst territory at the 39-yard line. Rodgers runs in the play here for Arcadia Loop City, five and three, but the two losses at the beginning of the year, two and four, and then a six-point loss to second-ranked undefeated Burwell at their place in the rain, six turnovers. This team could easily be eight and oh when ranked in the top three. They're ranked eighth. And the snap to Scott, fakes the handoff, looks for a hole to get through, and he's going to be able to get to the 35 before he is brought down by the ankle at the 34-yard line. Looked like making the tackle and then helping him up after making the tackle was Jacob Graham. And it's going to be third down and one after a five-yard gain for Scott. He has three rushing touchdowns. Cattle Rose had the first one, 33, 35, and 65 for Scott. So third down and one here at the 34-yard line of Amherst, up 32-7 to seven with just over four minutes to go in the half. Scott, hard count, no draw, wants to throw it out here in the flat. It's complete to Lewandowski, his first catch, and then he steps out of bounds at the 29-yard line for another Arcadia Loop City first down. Short gain, but enough to move the chains. They didn't need much. And after the four-yard completion, that is the first completed pass for Arcadia Loop City and Jaden Scott. As they try to stick another one on here before halftime and leave no doubt as they go to the locker room. Back to pass again. Pump fake, looking to go deep, throwing it into the wind. It's going to be underthrown and out of bounds. Trying to come back to it was Lewandowski, covered over there by Hadwiger, but ran out of real estate, and it'll be second down and ten. Wanting to give Scott an opportunity to throw the football a little bit, but that run game has been so strong. As the wind continues to howl here, throwing it into that wind. With four minutes to go, 32-7 to seven here in the first half. Pleasanton 46, Mullen 18. They are in the fourth quarter. Medicine Valley 28, Garden County 6 at the half. In the 8-9 matchup in D2. Second and 10 at the 30. Scott takes it, hands it off to Calderose, hitting the backfield, breaks one tackle, breaks two tackles, but all he's going to do is drag red jerseys for a couple of yards. That's a tough run. Favre ended up finishing him off with Hollander, but uh, he was like Sam Hollander on the other side, just refusing to go down, and it'll be third down, and we will call it eight after a two-yard gain there for Calderose. Tryon, only five carries, 36 yards and a touchdown. Of course, Scott wasn't... Uh, available the first time they played, and Calderose had 22 carries for 180 yards and three touchdowns, plus a defensive touchdown in that game. And it's third down and eight. Ball at the 28-yard line of the Broncos. Lewandowski and Rodgers out to the left side, but not wide. Scott takes the count, back to pass, has time, looking over the middle, throws a post route into double coverage, and it is caught by Lewandowski inside the five, and it'll be pushed out of bounds. First and goal for the Rebels. What a great catch by Lewandowski. He was double covered. He had the advantage of seeing where the ball was going, though, and they're going to mark him down at about the four-yard line. Big play, 30, excuse me, uh, 24 yards on the completion, it looks like. 
the biggest pass play so far in the ballgame for Arcadia Loop City. First down and goal just outside the three. 3.03 3 to go here in the first half. Calarose runs forward, lays a block for Scott. Scott hits to the right side, and then he has stood up, and Rody got him around the waist, helped drive him backwards. He is not going to get into the end zone. He's going to be close. Nice job, Hollander and Rody. It's going to be a gain of two. It'll be second down and goal just outside the one-yard line. And let's see if this time they give it to Calarose. Scott's already been in there three times. Second and goal just outside the one. 2.25 to go here. First half, 32-7, Arcadia Loop City, and they're looking for more. They'll call the cadence. The snap will go to Calarose. Direct snap. He gets into the end zone for the touchdown. His second one of the night. And a two-yard touchdown run, a yard and a half, maybe we'll say, and enough to put Arcadia Loop City up 38-7 with 2.13 to go here in the second quarter of play. Our five-points bank touchdown, a one-yard run by Calarose to complete a 65-yard drive. And so far, they are four for four on the two-point conversions. Let's see what they want to do here. Calarose has taken it in three times. Scott ran it in the very first time on the two-point PAT. And they're in the backfield again with wide receivers split out wide to the left in man coverage. Direct snap this time to Scott, wants to throw. Now he's going to have to tuck it up and run. And does he get there? No, he does not. Went right back up the middle of the field, and Vavra was in there. Also in there to help make the tackle was Isaac John. So for the first time, the two-point conversion is no good, but it's still all Rebels. Arcadia Loop City 38, Amherst 7, 2.13 to go first half on Power 99. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. And welcome back to high school football playoff action here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Arcadia Loop City, 38. Amherst, 7. Doing it on the ground, although Lewandowski just had a nice catch to keep that drive around and set up a first and goal inside the 5. Tensioner now to boot it away. He's been fine with just kicking it up in the air and making it a short kick. And here he goes right underneath it, and this one's going to be fielded at the 35-yard line and just falling down with it is going to be Josh Klingelhofer. About missed it, about kicked the tee. And so Amherst will have it with the wind at their back at their own 35. They've got a timeout remaining. They've got 2-11, and they need to go find the end zone. I mean, it's far-fetched if they can come all the way back in this one, but they need one. And Arcadia Loop City will get the ball to start 
the third quarter, unless they want to take the wind. But I'm guessing they'll do what they do running the football. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Back to the power eye formation here for the Broncos. Rhodey's in on an end around. They hand it off to Vavra, and he is going to be upended as he dives into Arcadia Loop City territory. Short gain. They're all over that one as the tackle's made by Calarose. Maybe a little more than we thought. He gets to the 38. Going to be a gain of 7 on the run by Vavra. So let's see if they can pick up a little bit more here. And they'll fake the pitch, and around the right end, they're going to run the same play, only this time they're going to give it off to Hadwiger, and Hadwiger's going to have the first down across the 35 to about the 33-yard line. It's only a gain of five, but that's enough to move the chains here for just the fifth time. As running the ball, Galloway, I think I said Hadwiger, Galloway runs it for four yards. So trying to take some plays out of the old bag of tricks. Now they go shotgun. Rhodey takes a high snap, corrals it, was trying to set up a screen. It's covered, and he's sacked way back behind the line of scrimmage, all the way back in Amherst territory at the 33-yard line. And coming through there to make the sack is Hayden Griffith, the sophomore. He's been back there a couple times, and this time he gets Rhodey. And holy moly, that is a 15-yard loss. Second down and 25. And now Amherst may be content to let that clock run. We're down to 50 seconds to go. That's the first time that they have got to Rhodey. And a 15-yarder. He's fought off a couple. So second and 25, five in a box defensively. Inside handoff again. Hadwiger gives it off to Vavra around the left end. He's trying to get out of bounds. And they say, yes, he did. Right at midfield, maybe even give him the 39 of Arcadia Loop City. Going to be a gain of eight on the play. As Varver now two carries on this drive for 15 yards. It's going to be third down, and we'll call it 17 yards to go. Need to get to the 23, the ball right on the 40. So here's the big play. If you can get the first down, you're able to use a timeout, stop the clock, of course, on the first down, and you'll be down around the 20-yard line. And if not, then maybe you just let... A fourth down clock roll, but of course, I think if it's not a first down, then you're going to have an incomplete pass. Let's see if they do something safe over the middle. They've thrown underneath the first down marker a couple of times and haven't caught it, and oh no, they have to use their final timeout. So they'll use their final timeout, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It's third down and 18 Amherst right at midfield. 32 seconds to go in a half, 38-7 Rebels here on Power 99. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. The state football playoffs on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com are brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters located in Hastings and Sutton. 
32 seconds remaining here in the first half on a windy and coolest night so far of the fall sports season. But as they've said a lot, at least we're playing. And right now, Arcadia Loop City is playing a little bit better than Amherst. 38-7 with the Broncos. Have the ball in a long yardage situation. Third and 18 at midfield in an extremely long first half of play. And we're going to have the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report score updates for you. Hadwiger in motion. It's going to be a halfback pass. They'll pitch it to him. Avoids the rush. Now just got to get rid of it. Throws it down the sideline. Rody's out of bounds. And it's incomplete. Just never could get that play on track as Arcadia Loop City put a little pressure in the backfield. Hadwiger did a good job of getting away from it, but they had Rody covered. And now it's fourth down and 18 at midfield. 24 seconds to go. And I suppose you just go for it. It doesn't matter the final score if you don't win tonight. So Amherst needs some points. And they're going to take one more shot here, it looks like. But remember, they don't have a timeout. And again, taking some time to get out of the huddle, which means it's not just a basic play call. Trips to the right side. One of them's Hadwiger, so Rody is the quarterback. Fourth and long, takes the snap. With the wind behind his back, buys some time, throws it underneath, but it's complete and way short of the first down. They've done that three times. Vavra makes the catch at the 31-yard line. It's only a nine-yard gain, and they will turn it over on downs. That is just the third completed pass. And not that Arcadia Loop City has to do anything special, but all their touchdowns have been long runs. And they could run a couple of plays here, depending on what Coach Scott wants to do. If he's content with the 38-7 lead and go to halftime because they're going to get the ball to start the third quarter. But I don't think they're going to take a knee. Either hand it to Calderose or let Jaden do what he's been doing over 200 yards rushing in the first half and three touchdowns. It'll just be Scott and Calderose in the backfield, two wides to the left side. They'll send a man in motion, Rodgers. And on the option, Scott takes it away from his fullback, Calderose, around the right side, 35-40. And then he's shoved into the Amherst sideline, has a first down, and he's out of bounds at the 38-yard line. A gain of about 11 on the play. And Scott continues to rack up the numbers here in the first half. Whoever they see in the second round, who will be a better seed, most likely, uh, obviously, with that reseed, there's just no upsets where you might get a chance to play uh, at home on the road. It's a different it's a different story next week. Seven seconds to go. So maybe the last play of the half, 38 yards away from the end zone. Scott takes it. Screen pass. Going to dump it to Lewandowski. He's got it at the 38 to the 35. Breaks a tackle to the 30, and they'll bring him down, John, as time expires at the 28-yard line. So 10 yards on the play, but it also brings us to the end of the first half in Arcadia Loop City. Looking like a team that should be ranked in the top 10. It's the Rebels, 38, and Amherst, 7. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll take a look at the first half stats and uh, plenty of the scores, the playoff scores from around the state here as uh, Amherst has to try to find a way to get some points on that board because if Arcadia Loop City takes it right down the field and scores, then we start talking about a running clock here in this matchup between the eight and nine teams in the D1 West bracket. Doug Duda with you on this chilly Thursday night. We've got a lot coming up on the Halftime Report, so stay with us. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. 
From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Amigos Mexi Fries and Famous Ranch Dressing are a number one duo that everyone in Nebraska can agree on. No vote needed. Now until Election Day, just to make your days happier, Amigos is giving you a free side of ranch with every order of Mexi Fries. That's right, free ranch with Mexi Fries until November 3rd. Don't forget to vote and don't forget to enjoy fan favorite Mexi Fries with Famous Ranch only at Amigos. This ad has been sponsored and paid for by Amigos, working to bring joy to October. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Continues to cool down here, and it's going to be even colder for the teams as they uh, don't have a locker room to go to at a halftime. So we will see how it all plays out here with uh, some incredible alum coming into the press box to be warm. It's good to see them uh, coming all the way back from the great state of Georgia, I believe it is, to uh, come see what's going on with those uh, rebels of Arcadia Loop City. Let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, first half stats. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Here are your scores at the half from around the state in eight-man football. Let us go ahead and start on this side of the bracket. We're looking for an update on Burwell North Central. If you have that, 646-0506-308-646-0506. Final score, Nebraska Christian beat Hemingford 24-14. Dundee County Stratton overran Summer Myrna 58-18. In the fourth quarter, Cambridge now leads Sutherland 22-16. At halftime, it is Elm Creek 24, Hitchcock County 8, Highline 14, Southern Valley 12. Second quarter, Neely Oakdale 20, and Elkhorn Valley 6. In the eastern part of D1, of course, the top seed Tri-County gets the forfeit because of the COVID. Uh, was Lord Central Catholic defeating Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family in the 8-9 matchup 54-34. Stanton 81, Exeter Milligan, 28, Laurel Concord Coleridge, 76, Thayer Central, 46. Halftime, Weeping Water, 24, Freeman, 8, Howells Dodge in the 10-7 matchup. The 10-seed Howells Dodge, 34 to nothing over Guardian Angels. 
And at the half, the two-seed Cross County, 36 to nothing over Clarkson Lee. Also looking for an update on the Elmwood Murdoch Lutheran High Northeast game. Uh, many of the folks believe that either Stanton or Lutheran High Northeast would be the next opponent for Arcadia Loop City if they were going to win the game uh, tonight. It might have been a, a different team for Amherst. In D2, in the Western bracket finals, Loomis over Layton, 52-16. O'Neill St. Mary's over Sandhills Valley, 56-18. Sandhills Thedford remains undefeated. Downing Axtell, 68-22. In the fourth quarter, Pleasanton, 46. Mullen, 24. Currently airing on ESPN 1460. After that game, it's Thursday night football between the Eagles and the Giants. Also at the half, it is Medicine Valley 28, Garden County 6, Kennesaw 44, Palmer 8, and that is on the breeze 94.5. Second quarter, we've got an update Central Valley 32, Blue Hill nothing, and Ansley Litchfield leads Riverside 14 to 12 in the second quarter. In the east bracket in D2, final scores, BDS 50, Elgin Pope John nothing, Osceola 52, Pender nothing, Creighton 54, Osmond 26. At last check, and this should be final by now, Fall City Sacred Heart uh, defeated Fullerton. We're just looking for the final score on that. At halftime, Humphrey St. Francis 52, Niobrara Verdigree nothing, and in the second quarter, Johnson Brock 20, and Allen Six also looking for updates on the Why Not Windside and Bloomfield Mead uh, contest. If you do happen to have a score on those, 308-646-0506. Here at the half, it's Arcadia Loop City 38 and Amherst 7. We'll be back and take a look at what's going on with sub-district volleyball next week, state cross country. We've got the stats and a whole lot more here on Power 99. Tired of looking at your family as they stare into their phones? Why not give them something incredible to look at, like Mother Nature, while cruising around in a new or used boat from Buzz's Marine? Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, can help you and your family unplug and de-stress in a healthy way on the water. They have sport and surf boats, deck boats, fishing boats, and pontoons and triple tunes. Whatever you choose, you can't lose. Find out more today at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer at 5th and Central Kearney, or online at Buzz's Marine. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome back. High School Football here on Power 99. Tomorrow we will be at Miles Field on Power 99 for a really good football game. It would have been a top 10 matchup, but Kozad was upset by Broken Bow last week. Kozad taking on Kearney Catholic. It might be a must win for Kozad now to get into the playoffs. Kearney Catholic can secure the district title and a home field game uh, in the next round or the first round of the playoffs with a win tomorrow night. Kearney High opens the Class A playoffs on ESPN 1460 as they take on Lincoln Northeast. Both those games kick off at 7. On ESPN 1550, Adams Central plays Fillmore Central and a top 10 matchup in Class B on 1230 AM KHAS as takes on Grand Island Northwest. All the games are also available at PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
uh, volleyball gets going in the sub-districts for classes C and D Monday and then Tuesday in classes A and B. For Kearney High, uh, class A has went to two days. They used to just play it all in one night, and it was over. But Tuesday, Kearney will play Columbus at Lincoln Southwest, and that gets underway at 6 o'clock. Uh, Carney played Lincoln Southwest in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament tonight and most likely would play them for a district uh, championship. Grand Island will be at Millard West in the A5 on Tuesday. York and Lexington are hosting in Class B. We will be at the C19 at Kearney Catholic Monday and Tuesday. Monday at 5, Minden will play Gibbon. The winner of that will get Kearney Catholic at 7.30. In between the Battle of Hastings, Adams Central and St. Cecilia at 6.15. The final will be Tuesday at 7 o'clock. Broken Bow and Gothenburg also hosting in C1. In C2, area teams will be at Thayer Central at Fullerton. That's where Arcadia Loop City is. They will play Ravenna Monday night at 4.30. If they win, then they would take on Fullerton. Centura plays Burwell in the other game. Uh, Overton and South Loop Callaway are uh, also hosting in Class C2. In D1, Amherst will play Alma at 7.30 Monday night in Pleasanton, while Pleasanton will play Axtell at to 6 o'clock. Some sub-districts don't have anybody that's winning, and this one uh, has a sub-district where everybody's got about 17 or more wins, plus the number one team in Pleasanton. Uh, Amherst hoping that if they can't win that whole thing, they might get a wild card nonetheless. Uh, besides that, uh, Ansley and Cambridge are hosting in D2, Nebraska Christian, Franklin, and Bertrand. The State High School cross-country meet is tomorrow. A best of luck to our Arcadia Loop City and Amherst runner. It's going to be a cool one, but we will be there and have updates for you throughout the day. Class D begins with the girls at noon, followed by the boys, and they'll take a little extra break as they award the medals out there. And uh, the last race does not go until the Class A boys at 5.30. Again, it's 38-7 to here at the half. Arcadia Loop City is leading Amherst, and we'll look at the numbers right after this. Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area student-athletes good luck in their competition. Stop in to Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad, Becca, and the entire team at Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913. Located in Elm Creek at 121 North Tyler Street. It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer. And I waited for the phone call, and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur. I'm the medical oncologist, hematologist at Mary Landing Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center. Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways. Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back, and that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood, too. He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's, he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family. My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur, and I am a Nebraskan at heart. Back here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, let's go ahead and take a look at the first half stats of tonight's ball game. First off, for the Amherst Broncos, Quentin Frank, 13 carries, 51 yards, and the lone touchdown. Riley Galloway, a carry for four yards. Sam Hollander, five carries for nine yards. 
We have a Colton Vavra, two carries for 15 yards. Quarterback Kalen Rohde uh, sacked once for negative 15, and uh, Taj Hadwiger, uh, two carries, uh, negative one, as he was sacked once. So 24 rushing attempts, 63 yards. Uh, that 15-yarder kind of hurt that, but still less than 100 on the ground in the first half. Through the air, Hadwiger 0 of 2. They did draw a pass interference penalty on one play, and Rody has put it up eight times, three short completions, seven, negative four, and nine. So three of 10 as a team passing for 12 yards, 63 on the ground, 75 yards, and five first downs in the first half, and one of those came via the penalty. One penalty, uh, which was a big one. It was an unsportsmanlike conduct, and still not sure what exactly they called. It was on a play where Arcadia Loop City snapped it over the punter Yurik's head, or Lewick's head. He ran back to get it at the five. He was able to avoid the rusher and get a low line drive kick away for a net of eight, but they called it back there uh, on that kick, and that allowed a first down to occur, and Arcadia Loop City then went on and, and made it pay and scored a touchdown. And those are the numbers in the first half for the uh, squad from Amherst. For Arcadia Loop City, Jaden Scott, 10 carries, 218 yards, three touchdowns. He does have a lost fumble. Tryon Calderos, six carries, 37 yards, two touchdowns. Preston Rogers, one carry, five yards. Only 17 rushes, but 260 yards on the ground in the first half for Arcadia Loop City. And uh, through the air, Scott uh, didn't throw it until the second quarter. All of those, by the way, going into the wind. And one of the reasons they didn't is because they only had to run five plays in the entire first quarter. Uh, Scott's three of seven for 38 yards, 260 on the ground. That's 298 yards. Only nine first downs because of all the big play touchdowns. Uh, Cattle rose from 20 and one. Scott from 33, 35 and 65. Quentin Frank's run for Amherst was from 20 yards. No punch yet for Arcadia Loop City because of that penalty. They do have two turnovers on a fumbled punt that was covered by Riley Galloway, and then Hadwiger uh, recovered a fumble on that Scott run. They do have three penalties for 30 yards. So 298 to 75 unofficially the yard total here in the first half, and your score is Arcadia Loop City 38 and Amherst 7. We'll be back in a minute here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is now offering an orthopedic rapid care clinic. During these uncertain times, our goal is to help take the burden off of our local hospitals. New West Sports Medicine is now offering a walk-in clinic for your orthopedic problems, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. No appointments necessary. Most major insurance is accepted. Call 308-865-2570 for more information. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery's new Rapid Care Clinic. Again, we're keeping real busy with high school sports here in the postseason. Uh, congratulations to all those that did so well at softball and tennis, and now we got cross country into volleyball and, of course, into the state football playoffs. And it's a different look next year uh, because or next week because everybody plays on Friday. And, uh, unfortunately, 
We've talked about it on the Doug and Daddy show. Don't like the move. I loved it with eight-man playing. and uh, I would have loved it if they would have just stayed on Thursday if they didn't want to do the six games. I mean, because it used to be Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday, and then go on to the state finals. Uh, it may have conflicted with state volleyball one night if you were fortunate enough to have a team uh, doing both. But it's going to limit the coverage for a lot of folks out there. Uh, and uh, we're going to do as many games as we can next Friday as we uh, continue to follow Carney High, Carney Catholic, and our area teams. So best of luck to all those, and uh, we'll have the information for you tomorrow morning uh, as quickly as we can. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. It is a final just down the road, Pleasanton 46 and Mullen 24 in that battle of the last two D2 runners-up. Mullen sees their season come to an end tonight, and the Bulldogs bounce back very well from uh, last week's first loss to Sandhills, Thedford. We will have uh, Arcadia Loop City receive the second half kickoff in a minute. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Are you wanting to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, but you don't know where to start? Come see me, Abby Mahler, the kitchen and bathroom designer at Moshka's Building Center in Arcadia. It's my job to design your kitchen layout and help you coordinate your cabinets, countertops, backsplash, flooring, and hardware. I have design software that lets you see a 3D image of your layout so you can visually picture what your new kitchen will look like. Please call us at 789-6252 and ask for Abby to set up your free consultation today. Again, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you a high school football action. Uh, again, quickly some scores. Burwell leading North Central at the half, 31-8. to Elm Creek leading Hitchcock County, 24-8 to at the half. Highline has just scored. Now they're up 30-12 to over Southern Valley in the third quarter. Cambridge has defeated Sutherland, 36-22 to is the final score there. Uh, Kennesaw leading Palmer, 44-8. to That is underway in the second half. On the breeze, 94.5. So some of the scores from our Western Bracket games, and we'll keep you up to date here throughout the second half. So key opening drive here for both teams. Will we play a full second half of football here, or will Arcadia Loop City take it down, score, get to that magic 35-point mark, and get the running clock? Again, the final score the first time these teams met was 32-7. to Nobody scored until... Uh, under five minutes to go in the first half. That was not the case here tonight as Arcadia Loop City scored on their first two possessions. Two plays, a 43-yard run by Scott on the first play of the game, then Calarose took it in from 20, and then a 33-yard run after an eight-yard gain uh, completed a short 41-yard drive, and it was 16-0 with 5.40 to go in the first quarter, and Amherst has been playing from behind ever since. So Elo now ready to boot it away. Will have the wind at his back. So unless something weird happens, he's going to pound this thing through the end zone. Oh, it's an onside kick, and it's not going to go the 10 yards. Tried an onside kick. I'm not sure Arcadia Loop City was really ready for that. Uh, They seemed a little shocked that the ball was topped, and it only went about six, seven yards. And so Arcadia Loop City, well, got to do what you got to do. Like we said, it doesn't matter if you get beat 
38, 38-37, 8-6, or 72-14. You either win or you don't at this stage of the game. And Amherst tried to do what they could to give themselves a chance. And Arcadia Loop City is going to make him kick it. Unusual. I believe they could have taken the ball at the 36-yard line. But now they're going to say offsides. That's what happened. Offsides was called, so even if they'd have covered the onside kick, it wouldn't have made any difference. So that's why we're re-kicking it. Tee it up at the 25. Elo, if he wants to still be able to drive it into the end zone. And he will boot this one. Great kick, and it is going to go into the end zone. No chance for Rodgers to return it to Arcadia. Loop City will have it first and 10 at their own 15-yard line. Going into the wind, it'll be very interesting, I would think, for Coach Scott, as successful as they were running the football for 260 yards in the first half. Just run the football. Zero pass attempts in this second half. The wind continues to howl between 20 and 30. It's pretty good right now, maybe about 25 mile an hour, blowing directly into the face of Arcadia Loop City as they go from south to north. So they'll line up with twins to the right side. Calarose and Scott of the backfield. They'll move Rodgers in motion. It's going to be a direct snap to Rodgers around the left end, and they'll pull him down just before he runs out of bounds. That's another key. Uh, if you're winning the football game and you want to get out of here, don't run out of bounds. You want to keep that clock running. And a good move by Rodgers as he will be brought down after a short gain. It's only going to be about two and a half yards. We'll call it second down and eight the second time that he has carried the football here tonight. Rivals and Red scoreboard show. When we're all done here tonight, Cannon Rath and the gang back at the studio will give you the scores from around the state so you can start putting your pen to paper and find out who you may be playing in the next round of the playoffs. The Rebels ready to take the snap on second and eight. Twins to the right side. They are going to hand it off to Calarose, and Hollander came through there untouched and drops him back behind the line of scrimmage. Going to be right back between the 15 and 16-yard line. Nowhere to go for Calarose. They have held Tryon in check tonight, but Scott has just dominated. Actually, a really good spot there. They're going to mark him at the 17-yard line. It'll still be third and long. We'll call it third and nine. On the opening drive here of the second half for Arcadia Loop City, up 38-7. to seven. And they will put in the backfield this time Hayden Griffith as a lead blocker for Jaden Scott. He follows him over the right side. He's got five. He's got enough for the first down as he jumps over the 30, 25-yard line out to the 27-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 10 and another first down for Arcadia Loop City. Man, that's a nice job by Griffith coming back there. Somebody we haven't talked about offensively very much in the ball game. He's just a sophomore. They're not going to run out of talent. Arcadia Loop City's in a real good run. They're looking for their fourth straight first-round victory, four straight years for these seniors to advance on. And a team a couple of years ago, if it hadn't been for Burwell, they might have been in Lincoln. And they're going to throw the ball incomplete. A little six-yarder out in front of their side, in front of their sideline to Lewandowski, incomplete. So I guess I was wrong. I would not have seen a reason to throw the football, especially into the wind here, if you're the Rebels, but. That's exactly what they do, and it'll bring up second down and 10. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Kearney, Ashton, Riverdale, and the World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our state football playoff action brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. 
Doug Duda with you on this Thursday night, opening round of the playoffs. Scott, hard count, and they got him to jump. They've tried that five or six times, and they've been very disciplined on that side of the ball for Amherst, but not this time. And that'll be the second penalty of the ball game. So they've been pretty good in that area. Remember last time, Arcadia Loop City had 11 penalties and five on Amherst, but three of those were in the fourth quarter when the game was no longer in doubt. And some of them were on the backups. So now it's second down and five. Direct snap again. Scott's going to run off the right side. Ankle tackle. Didn't get there. He's going to pick up a couple just short of the 35. Nice job of finishing it off by Frank. Hollander's down low. Also in there with the dirty jersey is Jacob Graham. So it'll be third down and three after a two-yard gain by Scott. Again, unofficially right now, Jaden with 230 yards on 12 carries, and he's got three touchdowns tonight for the Rebels. He did not play the first time. He got injured in the first game of the year. Played just a little bit against Burwell and then has started now the last, this is his third game, started the last two before this. So on third down and three, a little movement up front. It's a direct snap to Calaros. He follows Scott. He's got the first down. He's in the secondary. He's down the sideline to the 25-20, to the 10, and Calaros is in for the third time tonight. On a 45-yard run, they're all big plays tonight. Our five-points bank touchdown, a 45-yard run by Tryon Calaros. Looked like Jaden Scott moved early, but they did not flag it, and he was able to get through there and make the lead block like Griffith had did for him earlier. And with 9.16 to go here, we have hit the 37-point mark, so until Amherst scores and gets it back under 35. We will have a running clock as they line up again to go for two. Scott ready to take the snap with Calarose to his left. He'll take it inside, fake the handoff, run around the left end, and going in untouched will be Jaden Scott. So another two-point conversion. They're five of six there. With 9.16 remaining in the third quarter of play, it's Arcadia Loop City 46, Amherst 7, here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Well, it's just not going to be Amherst night tonight, but the good thing for the Broncos is... This just isn't a one-sport type of uh, Class D school. They're going to have a really good basketball and, of course, always a great wrestling team as Tensioner now ready to boot it away into the wind. Hits it about as far as he has all night long and is going to be taken there at the 8-yard line looking for some running room around the rough side, the 10 to the 15, out to the 20, and just shoved out of bounds just across the 20-yard line is Sam Liming. And it'll be first down and 10. Amherst gets the ball for the first time here 
in quarter number three. But it is 46-7 as they're able to score their sixth rushing touchdown. Three for Scott, three for Calarose here in tonight's football game. That 45-yarder gives Calarose 80 yards tonight on in the contest. Rody will start the second half. They had Hadwiger in there a little bit for a couple series in the first half, and Rody will turn, hand it off on the right side, and nowhere to go for Clinton Frank. They tried to establish that run in the first half. Maybe if they get the right toss and don't have to go into the wind, it's a little bit different story. Galloway trying to come in there and block for him. It's going to be a gain of about one for Quentin Frank. He had 51 yards and the only touchdown of the game in the first half for the Amherst Broncos in this battle of five and three teams. But if you're just joining us or leaving the Pleasanton ball game, still got a half to go with a running clock. Arcadia Loop City scored on their first two possessions and have had big runs all night long. They ran for 260 yards in the first half. And we're up big despite the two turnovers. Rody wants to throw down the middle of the field. Overthrows his intended receiver, Galloway. That's picked off by Rogers at the 35, up to the 40. And then he is upended at the 35-yard line, falling forward for two more yards here. The first turnover of the ball game for Arcadia Loop City, or excuse me, for Amherst. Arcadia Loop City, Rogers, able to come up with the INT. And he has been so good at that over his career. And again, it's at the 33-yard line. All three turnovers have been at the 33-yard line. This one, though, is at the Amherst 33. And Arcadia Loop City on their way to their sixth win of the season and once again advancing out of the first round of the state football playoffs. Looks like they put Cody Marcus into the backfield. Of course, he was the quarterback when Scott was injured. Marcus will hand it off. Looks like we've got a new back in there as well. We'll try to pick the numbers up for you as the wind's just blowing right into our face. So that's why you hear the deep breath once in a while. And it's going to be Trey Van Slyke carrying the football. And he's going to tote it for about seven yards here. Trey, just a freshman. And with this one maybe in hand, a good chance to rest players. You don't want to get them hurt as you try to make a deep run here into the state football playoffs. So Marcus takes the snap, hands it to Van Slyke, off the left side, has the first down, lowers his shoulder inside the 20, continues to run hard near the 16, and a gain of nine more, and a first down here for Arcadia Loop City. So at the moment, Calarose, 80 yards, three touchdowns, Scott, 230 yards and three touchdowns in the football game, and it would appear that their night is over. They've also brought into the backfield here Chase Steeb, who has run the ball a little bit over the seasons. They had him in with the ones from time to time. First and 10 at the 16. Marcus hands it to Van Slyke again, follows his blockers off the right side. He's inside the 10, and he's close to the 8-yard line. Going to be just short of another first down. So the freshman Van Slyke running hard here. A gain of nine. We're going to call it second down and one. So one for a first down, and they need about eight for a touchdown. 46-7, to Arcadia Loop City. They were up 38-7 at the half, scored on their opening drive, and then Rodgers comes up with a pick. And with the running clock, we're down to five minutes to go here in the third quarter. Second and one at the eight. Marcus out of the pistol. Hard count, and once again, we've got movement. It looks like Amherst jumped. 
Let's see what our official says. Nope, they're going to call false start this time on Arcadia Loop City. Their fourth penalty of the football game, their second false start. So that'll make it second down and six. Move the ball back to about the 13-yard line. Amherst will end the season five and four, and we still have a quarter and five minutes to go. But when we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. And Marcus takes a high snap, wants to throw out here into the flat, and it is caught, but just outside the end zone at the one-yard line. And it's Lewandowski to haul it in for a 12-yard completion. And another Arcadia Loop City first down. There's no doubt Marcus can throw the ball. We saw him do it, even with some deep passes. When we saw them play Arcadia Loop City, uh, play Amherst the first time, and also that win at home over Ravenna. So it's first and goal at the one. Marcus with Steven Van Slyke in the backfield. He'll give it to Van Slyke, and Trey is able to get into the end zone for a Rebel touchdown. Well, no, they haven't signaled it. Boy, everybody was celebrating for the Rebels, and they said, no, he didn't get in. I went with the celebration instead of the uh, official, so no gain. And they'll try it again. Second and goal at the one. We'll keep you updated on some other scores from around the area. Looking for an update on Elm Creek, Hitchcock County, 308-646-0506. If you've got a score for us there, Highline now 38-12 over Southern Valley. And on second and goal, they run it right up the gut, and this time they're in. Touchdown, Arcadia Loop City. And Cody Marcus kept it that time and takes it in for the seventh rushing touchdown of this football game. And that'll make it 52 to seven. Marcus a 12 yard pass and then the one yard touchdown run. And they actually did kick it a couple times against Ravenna, but they're gonna go ahead and take a two point conversion, hand it off to Van Slyke and they're gonna be a horse collar tackle it looks like by Isaac John, he brought him down violently behind the line of scrimmage and the referee says it's a horse collar they want to make sure here we've got two separate flags on the play and our officials will discuss if they both have the same thing we have a hold on the offense and we've got a horse collar on the defense so they'll just replay the try from the two and a half yard line our five points bank touchdown a one yard run by backup quarterback cody marcus with 3.25 remaining here in the third quarter, the second score of the game, or the half, we should say, for Arcadia Loop City. Once again, line up to go for the two-point conversion. Marcus calls the count, takes the snap, gives it to Van Slyke off the left side. This time, Trey's into the end zone, and the two-point conversion is good. It's the Arcadia Loop City Rebels 54 and Amherst 7. The state D1 playoffs continue after this on Power 99. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. When you want the very best, go see Trotter. Where you always get more for your dollar. 
We're your little friendly store, and we're right next door. That's what we're here for. Go see Trotter. Based in Arcadia with locations across the greatest part of Nebraska. Trotters is a proud supporter of all the area student-athletes and wishes them best of luck on the field, court, and in the classroom. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find. We're your neighbors and your friends. Go see Trotter. Loop Agency, Loop Realty, and Loop City would like to say good luck to all the area athletes in this week's competition. Loop Agency is working to provide you the best insurance and real estate services available based on your needs because we can and you deserve it. Loop Agency, Loop Realty, where we write insurance and sell service. Call Amy at 308-745-1097 in Loop City. Good luck, athletes. Low line drive kick is going to be taken here by the up man in Christian Wick. He'll grab it about the 12 up to the 15, the 20, the 25, and be brought down at the 27-yard line. And that's where the Broncos will start this drive with three minutes and counting in the running clock as Arcadia Loop City will, for the fourth straight year, advance on to the second round of the playoffs. And they've done a pretty good job getting into the third round as well. Again, a lot of the folks kind of think it'll be Stanton or Lutheran High Northeast. Stanton put up 81 points tonight. Whoever they face is going to be very formidable as they redo the bracket. It won't be Burwell, even though Burwell winning tonight. Uh, the whole state will come together. So Rody is out, and Hadwiger is in as the quarterback. Handed off the right side and crashing across the 25-yard line. And let's see who the new running back is. I believe they went to Sam Liming. So Sam is in carrying the football, and he's going to pick up about four on the play as everybody's going to get a chance. And just not the way you want to see the seniors when you get over to the sideline. Hadwiger pitches it to Quentin Frank, who's back in there. Starts right, nothing there. Around the left side, he's got room against this second-team defense. And he'll be tackled from behind inside the 25-yard line. Running him down is going to be Gavin Sell for the Rebels. And a nice gain on the play for another first down. 26 yards for Frank. And that'll be his biggest run of the night to go along with the 20-yard touchdown run that he had back in the second quarter. They want to go quick. And the quarterback fumbles the snap, and diving on it there will be Riley Fisher. He's now in as the Amherst quarterback. It'll be second down and 11 after the fumbled snap. Second down and 10, they're very gracious, so that's good. So second down and 10 with a minute to go here in the third quarter. Just playing out the string now as the Rebels came in tonight and played even better than they did the first time. So Fisher... Option, pitches it out here to Frank. He's looking for the corner. He gets by Tinchner at the 15, and he's going to run out of bounds past the first down marker close to the 10-yard line. Looks like they might mark him at the 11. That'll be a gain of 13 for Quentin Frank, and it'll be first down and 10 at the 11-yard line. Frank's going to come out, and Liming's going to come back in here in the final 30 seconds of the third quarter of play here on KKPR-FM. Carney Amherst Loop City and the World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com. First and 10 at the 11. Fisher hands it to Hollander, the fullback, takes it back on the option, wants to keep it himself around the corner, and he got into the end zone. Touchdown, Amherst. 
Riley Fisher just snuck inside the pylon here on the Amherst sideline, and they're in for the second time in the football game. An 11-yard run for Riley Fisher, and that'll make it 54-13. to As they line up, and we'll, looks like, go for two this time. Elo kicked it the first time. And the two-point conversion straight up the middle. Hadwiger, the quarterback this time, hands it off to Hollander, and he is in for the two-point conversion. 14 seconds to go in the third quarter. Arcadia Loop City 54 and Amherst 15 on Power 99. Citizens Bank and Trust provides superior financial service with honesty, professionalism, and confidentiality while promoting economic growth and stability in the communities they serve. With convenient locations in St. Paul, Loop City, and Central City, all locations are experienced in real estate, agriculture, commercial, and consumer lending, offering savings, deposits, checking accounts, debit cards, and online mobile banking. Citizens Bank and Trust, proud supporters of all student activities. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. With our producer-engineer, Zane Jones, Cannon Rath, and the crew back at the Platte River Radio Studios getting ready for tonight's scoreboard show. I'm Doug Duda here on Power 99 as we are ready to kick it off yet again in our 54-15 contest for Arcadia Loop City. But Amherst just scored. Let's see what kind of a kickoff we get one more time with the wind at the back. It's still ELO. This might be returnable. Rogers goes back, but it just bounces at the end line and goes through. He came up short just in case they were trying to run an onside kick again. And so with the running clock, I believe we would get to the end of the quarter without even snapping the football here, I think, once they get it set for play. But we've got a lot of backups in there. Arcadia Loop City, uh, after securing the 35-plus lead, was able to get the uh, backups in. Cody Marcus is at quarterback. Van Slyke is in there as a running back. Steve is in there as well. And they are going to make him snap the ball once here. So Marcus, who had a quarterback sneak the last time for the touchdown, takes the snap. It goes through his hands, and he's got nowhere to go. And uh, Vavra finishes him off, but there was the whole mess of Amherst defenders coming back there. The first one to hit him was actually Josh Klingelhofer, and that'll be the end of the third quarter of play. Your score, Arcadia Loop City 54, Amherst 15. we got a running clock as we head to the fourth quarter, and maybe some new names will be able to get a big play here as our season comes to an end for Amherst and continues for the Rebels in a minute. 
Ken's Equipment in Loop City, in business since 1971 and is committed to providing you with the best customer service available. They are proud to offer the product lines of Massey Ferguson, Heston, Sunflower, White Planters, Schuler Feed Wagons, Westville Augers, and more. Stop by Ken's Equipment at 1110 O Street in Loop City. You'll be glad you did. Or check us out online at kensequipmentinc.com. Ken's Equipment in Loop City is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the competition. With harvest here, it's time to start thinking ahead to the 2021 growing season. At Prairie Valley, we know that getting the right seed placed on the right acres is the first step to seeing big yields in the combine. With over 100 years of knowing your local growing environment, paired with Prairie Valley's unique selection criteria, we can bring forward products that perform consistently on your farm. Talk with one of our Prairie Valley seed professionals today to learn more about our loyalty and turn row incentives. Visit us at prairievalleyseeds.com. Prairie Valley, grow without limits. As we're ready to start the fourth quarter of play here, Arcadia Loop City will have it second down and 17 at their own eight-yard line after that high snap. Marcus will take the snap, hand it off to Van Slyke, tries to follow the right side of his line, and he'll be able to move the pile out across the 10 to about the 12-yard line, a gain of four for Van Slyke, 29 yards on five carries here in the uh, second half of play. Our state football playoff action brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters located in Hastings and Sutton. Again, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors, Athletic Director Nate Dietz, Tom Moore, all the crew here at Amherst. We'll look forward to seeing the Broncos in the winter sports season. Best of luck to the volleyball team when they play Alma Monday night up in Pleasanton. On third down, Marcus back to pass, sideline route, and making the catch, coming back to haul it in is going to be Braden Scott, and now he's off to the races, 35-40. He slips down and is going to be tackled at the Amherst 37-yard line. He was trying to make it a huge play. And that's going to be a gain of 30 on the play as Marcus is 2-for-2 in the air and keeps the drive alive here on third down and long. So they'll move into Amherst territory. The Broncos really loading that box. Basically everybody, all eight of them are there trying to stop the run. Again, the snap gets away. This time Marcus is going to have trouble getting on it, but he does. And it'll be back in Arcadia Loop City territory. And you can tell Cody Marcus, probably a little cold. Some of those guys standing over on the sideline all that time. He's got the sweatshirt on underneath his jersey, trying to get the ball to come into those gloves of his out there. Going to be a loss on the play from the 37 back to his own about 37, so a loss of six there. And on second down and 16, Marcus wants to pass again, throws it as far as he can down the left sideline for Tinchner, and it's through his hands. was almost a beautiful over-the-shoulder catch. Tyler Kratzer was there defensively. And one thing about the running clock, it doesn't matter if you've got the incomplete pass, so... You can keep chunking it up, trying to get some different people a score here. Marcus put it right on his fingertips, which with this wind gust, sometimes that's just really hard to do, and it's constant 20-plus mile an hour right now. 54-15, Arcadia Loop City down to 9.5 to go in the ballgame. Arcadia Loop City will get their second one of the year over Amherst here in Amherst. Third and 16, Marcus wants to throw again, sets over the middle, and his receiver fell down. Just as he threw it, Tensioner slipped. We've seen that a couple of times on kick returns, trying to come to a quick stop and 
The field is not conducive to that. Our field conditions, by the way, brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. With Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. The field's in great shape. It's just worth that time of the year with the weather. And, of course, the precipitation that we had today. And Arcadia Loop City is going to punt for the first time once they had a penalty. High snap. Here comes some pressure. It's blocked. It's blocked. Kalen Rohde was among those in there. It's going to be scooped up at the 25-yard line inside the 20 and down to close to the 15 for Amherst. And Drew Bogard is the one that scooped it up. Rohde may have been the one blocked it, but I'm telling you there were four Amherst Broncos that were on top of the punter, and Amherst is going to be in good position here to score again. First down and 10. They'll mark the ball at the Arcadia Loop City 11-yard line. Trying to get some more points on the board here. A mixture of starters and backups. Riley Fisher is the quarterback. They've got Hadwiger in there. He's just not the QB right now, I don't think. Did he stay in or did he run off to the side? Fisher is still your quarterback. On first down and 10 out of the I formation. They're going to hand it off to Quentin Frank. He's the I back. Starts outside, cuts it back inside to about the 8, maybe the 7-yard line. A gain of 4 yards on the play. It'll be second down and 6. Quentin Frank, one of the juniors on this team. Seniors, Kalen Rohde, Tyler Kratzer, Riley Galloway, Jay Seeger, Colton Vavra, Drew Bogard. Also got uh, Jackson Tobenheim, the seniors on this team. Roll out here, trying to find the end zone again is Fisher. Gets to the five, but this time he'll be shoved out of bounds. Good pursuit there by Ethan Kreisky as he shoves him out. At the four, just short of the first down, it looks like. Maybe a two-yard short. We'll call it third down and two. So another four-yard gain this time for the quarterback, Riley Fisher. And it'll be third and two. Two for a first down, three for a touchdown. And they'll run option again. Fisher to the corner. It's Rohde actually back in there. And Rohde is going to get in there for a touchdown. One more in his final game of his senior career. Kalen Rohde able to take it in from three yards out. And back-to-back touchdowns here with 6.47 remaining in the game. 54-21 now in favor of Arcadia Loop City. And what does that do? It brings us under the 35-point mark, which means now the clock doesn't continually run. So a break. Amherst will get a few more snaps here. Hollander in as the fullback as they go for the two-point conversion. They want to pass. Fisher wide open in the corner. Vavra, and he's able to haul it in for the two. 54-23, 6.47 remaining in the game here on Power 99. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer's always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever. 
no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Need to take another look at our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. We will do that here as they tee it up one more time. And this time to boot it away for Amherst. Looks like they're going to go with Luke Palmer. Give him a chance uh, with Nolan Elo, also a sophomore. He'll be around for a while, but give uh, this young man a chance. The left footer pops it up into the air. Short kick, of course. It'll be fielded to the 23, up to the 30, 35. Some good blocking. And that's where the tackle will be made in there for Amherst. Uh, Kale Tobenheim, a freshman. And so first down at 10 here for Arcadia Loop City. They keep the backups in, but again, the clock won't be running. Uh, scores for you. Looking for a final on Burwell North Central. Nebraska Christian beat Hemingford today. Elm Creek leading Hitchcock County 32-8 in the fourth. Neely Oakdale over Elkhorn Valley 44-6 in the fourth quarter. Highline was on Southern Valley. Cambridge beat Sutherland tonight, 36-22. Dundee County, Stratton over Anselmo Myrna, 58-18. And we're going to have a timeout called here by Amherst. Didn't have the right personnel in there. So that'll give us a chance to look at more of the scores here for you. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. As we look at more of the scores from the east portion, they're all done now in D1 in the East. It was Lord Central Catholic over Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family, 54-34. Weeping Water beat Freeman, 24-14. Lutheran High Northeast over Elmwood Murdoch, 50-22. Stanton rolled Exeter Milligan Friend, 81-28. Laurel Concord over Thayer Central, 76-46. Howells Dodge, Thumps Guardian Angels, 42-14. Cross County over Clarkson Lee, 56-6. We'll look at some D2 scores in just a moment, as they didn't take long here in the timeout. Rebel football, and they'll have a third quarterback in, but he still hands it off to Van Slyke, who runs hard over the right side, takes it into Amherst territory to the 38-yard line. Going to be a gain of about seven more here for the freshman Trey Van Slyke. See who our new quarterback is in there for Arcadia Loop City. Might be Slobacheski, and it is. Connor Slobacheski is in there. He's just a freshman. We saw him towards the end of the Ravenna game earlier this year. Second and three at the Amherst, 38. Van Slyke, same play over the right side, gets into the secondary, has a first down at the 31-yard line, a gain of seven more. And so Van Slyke getting some yardage here. Going to that scoreboard for you in D2. Kennesaw takes care of Palmer for the second time, 56-16. to it was Medicine Valley over Garden County, 34-14 earlier today. Loomis beat Layton, 52-16. Sandhill Stedford over Axtell, 68-22. Ansley Litchfield leading Riverside, 26-12 in the fourth. First and 10 here, Slobacheski hands it off on the right side, and Steve has his first carry of the ball game. He'll bring it to the 29-yard line. That is a gain of three. Elsewhere in D2, Looking for an update on the Central Valley Blue Hill game. Of course, Central Valley was up big in the first half there. Pleasanton did beat Mullen 46-24. O'Neill St. Mary's over Sand Hills Valley 56-18. We'll look at the D2 East in just a moment. Also looking for a final on that Fall City Sacred Heart Fullerton game. We know Sacred Heart won it. Van Slyke fumbled a football over the right side. It's still loose, but it looks like the Rebels did jump back on it and cover it. 
Coming off the bottom of the pile there, looked like Matthew Cox may have covered that. And it actually falls forward for a couple of yards there for Van Slyke. It'll bring up third down and about five and a half at the 28-yard line of Amherst. 4.45 to go, 54-23, Arcadia Loop City. On third down, Slovacheski wants to throw the ball over the right side. It is caught at the 15 to the 10. Stepping out of bounds is Parker Slovacheski. Why not? The Slovacheskis hook up with each other there and move the football for a gain of about 19, 18 yards on the play and a first down here for Arcadia Loop City. They've tossed the ball around in the uh, backyard a few times. So it'll be first down. They're going to mark it right at the 10, so it's first and goal at the 10. 4.35 remaining in the ballgame. Slobacheski takes it, hands it off over the right side. Griffith is now in. Hayden will work strong to the 5, to the 4, and it'll be second down and goal. We have got a ton of names on our stat sheet here tonight as a ton of folks are getting in the ball game. We'll call that a gain of six for Griffith. Second and goal at the four. 4-10 remaining, 54-23 Arcadia Loop City. We had a running clock for a little bit. Now Slobacheski fakes the handoff, runs it to the left side, dives to the pylon, and Connor's in there. Touchdown for the third-string quarterback here tonight who was the backup when Scott was gone, but Connor Slobacheski, the freshman, takes it in for four yards and another touchdown for Arcadia Loop City. Makes it 60-23. to 23. Our five points bank touchdown, a four-yard run there by Connor Slobacheski. And then we will get back to a running clock as they go for the two-point conversion. Off the right side, they're in. 62-23. Hayden Griffith takes it in for the two-point conversion. And we will have the kickoff right after this on Power 99. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owners insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. Christian Tinchner ready to boot it away here for Arcadia Loop City. It is returnable. Bounces at the 7 and then goes right by the Amherst return man who is Sam Liming and into the end zone for a touchback. First and 10 at the 15-yard line for Amherst. The clock will run again as soon as they take the snap with 4.02 remaining in the game. A 39-point lead at 62-23. I don't think we had quite finished out the scoreboard for you uh, tonight. BDS. 
shuts out Elgin Pope John, 50 to nothing. Osceola over Pender, 52 to nothing. Why not over Windside, 46 to 20. It was Allen over Johnson Brock. They had to come back in that game to win it 46 to 20. Humphrey St. Francis over Niobrara Verdigree, 74 to 6. Creighton beat Osmond, 54 to 26. Fall City Sacred Heart, a winner tonight, is the number one seed yet again over Fullerton. So Amherst takes over at their own 15-yard line. Get a lot of fresh faces in there mixed with a couple of the starters, like Vavra still in at the end. And Riley trying to go with an inside trap play, and it's blown up. The ball's fumbled, and it's covered up and advanced down to the six-yard line by Jackson Kusick of Arcadia Loop City, and the Rebels are going to have a chance to score again. So each team now has turned it over twice in the football game. And this one will be marked at the Amherst 6. Jackson Kusick with that fumble recovery. So first down and goal right away here. And Moore, Slovacheski in there, Griffith as well. Looks like Steve. First and goal at the 6. Connor gives it to Griffith off the right side, and he is going to work his way inside the 3 to about the 2. That'll be a gain of 4 for Hayden Griffith. Second down and goal with three minutes remaining in the game. Don't forget tomorrow night here on Power 99, Kozad at Kearney Catholic. The Class A playoffs begin. We will have Kearney High hosting Lincoln Northeast on ESPN 1460, Hastings and Northwest, 1230 KHAS, Adam Central, Fillmore Central on ESPN 1550. And you can find out more at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Second and goal just outside the two. Same play to Griffith, and this time Hayden's in there for the touchdown. Hayden Griffith in there for the touchdown. And Arcadia Loop City finding a variety of players to enjoy what's going on here in the football game and find their way into the end zone. 68-23. to 23. So back-to-back scores here for Arcadia Loop City after Amherst had put two scores on the board to get it back under 35. The two-point conversion again. Connor Slobacheski, the quarterback. Same play to Griffith, just run it off the right side. It's there, and he's into the end zone for point number 70, the best offensive night of the year for the Arcadia Loop City Rebels was 76 against Shelby Rising City. This is the second best. 70-23, to 241 remaining in our D1 State football opening round game here on Power 99. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Thursday night NFL football 
It is the Eagles 10, the Giants 7. Ten minutes to go in the third quarter on ESPN 1460 and 1550. Tensioner boots it away. It'll be fielded, dropped at the 3, but picked back up, room to run. Up to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. It's going to be Tyler Kratzer to the 25, and it'll be brought down there. Van Slyke and company in on the tackle for Arcadia Loop City, but a pretty good return there by Tyler Kratzer and one of the seniors that are playing their final few snaps here in their Amherst career. 2.20, clock's running. Can Amherst find a way to put another score here on the board before the season comes to an end? The new uh, Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show is coming up. So stay with us for the final stats and a recap on tonight's game here on Power 99. They'll mark the ball squarely at the 25-yard line, back to the straight-eye formation. And Hadwiger's in, gives it in on the inside handoff, and nothing there for Riley Galloway this time. Might have got back to the line of scrimmage, and we will say that is it. The second time they've tried that with Galloway, they've done it to Vavra a couple times. Just line up your end, and we've got a penalty flag. And we've got unsportsmanlike conduct. Something happened after the play, and they're going to call it on Amherst. We saw a couple chippy things earlier, and that's going to back him up half the distance to the goal line. That's actually, of the three penalties, the second unsportsman of the ball game on Arcadia or on Amherst, and that'll move him back between the 12 and the 13. So it'll be second down and about 22 yards. To, well, they marked it at the 10. Instead of half the distance to the goal, they gave him the whole 15. So... Second and 25, they'll hand it to Vavra. This time the end comes from the right to the left. He's got room to the 15 to the 20. Stiff arm 25, and then he is upended short of the 30-yard line by Braden Scott. But a good bit of running yards on that play from Colton Vavra from the 10 all the way back out to the 30. So again, a 20 that time. He's got three carries for 35 yards. It'll bring up third down and five. Down to 45 seconds remaining in the game. 70-23, to 23, Arcadia Loop City. They were up 38-7 at the half. And on third down and five, Fisher, it's Hadwiger, the quarterback, gives it to his eye back. Big room over the right side, and he'll get into Amherst territory before Scott makes the tackle on Sam Limig. And another first down after a 13-yard gain for Sam. And if Amherst hustles up, they're going to get one more play. As coming back into the ball game, Kale Tavenheim. 15 seconds to go. The last snap of the season coming up here for Amherst. Riley Fisher sets him down at the Arcadia Loop City 38-yard line. Out of the eye formation. He wants to throw into the wind as far as he can. It's going to be well underthrown, and it hits the ground. And this football game has come to an end. The final score, the Arcadia Loop City Rebels 70, the Amherst Broncos 23. Arcadia Loop City for the fourth straight year advances out of the first round of the playoffs. It's their second win of the year over Amherst. The Rebels are now 6-3, and three, and Arcadia Loop City will advance on while Amherst will fall to 5-4 and four as their season comes to an end after that 3-0 and oh start. We'll figure up the numbers and have it for you on the new West Post Game Show right after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
At Prairie Valley, when we say local, we mean local. To us, local is not picking hybrids and varieties that are supposed to work in a 16-state zone. Local is carefully selecting top-performing genetics that work specifically for an 8-county or smaller microzone. Prairie Valley Promise is to create local seed package that is locally tested and then grown under the same conditions that you work with on your farm. So our local agronomists not only know the seeds, but the entire solutions to make your seed perform the best they can. So choose local with Prairie Valley Seeds. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek is a proud sponsor of this broadcast and wish all of the area student athletes good luck in their competition. Stop in to Mid-States Insurance Agency in Elm Creek and see how Chad, Becca, and the entire team at Mid-States Insurance can serve you. They will help you with all of your insurance needs, including auto, home, farm, life, and commercial insurance. Call 308-856-4913. Located in Elm Creek at 121 North Tyler Street. Let's do business in the Heartland. Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, the newest addition to the Platte Valley Auto Pony Express winning team. The largest selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs around. Great deals happen here. Sales, service, parts and tires, collision center, and more. Come see why. We are the fastest growing auto stores in central Nebraska. Great selection. Chevrolet Buick, Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. The only thing you need to know for all your automotive needs. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Pony Express, Chevrolet, Gothenburg, Menden, and now Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, where everybody gets a great deal and a great deal more and it is time now for the new sports medicine and orthopedic surgery post game show certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary no matter the activity new west is here to get you back to it schedule your appointment today arcadia loop city scored on their first two possessions in the first quarter and never looked back up 16 nothing after the first 38 7 at the half 54 15 after three and the final score 70 to 23 as the Rebels advance on to second-round action. All the final scores are going to be coming up on the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show, but the winners in the D1 portion of the West Bracket, besides Arcadia Loop City, the only other higher seed to win, Cambridge. They are the 9 and the 10. Cambridge beat Sutherland. So Burwell, Nebraska Christian, Elm Creek, Neely Oakdale, Highline, Sutherland, and Dundee County Stratton winners. Tri-County, the number one seed, got a COVID in the East them along with Lord Central Catholic, Weeping Water, Lutheran High Northeast, Stanton, Laurel Concord, Coleridge, Howells Dodge, and Cross County were winners. On the D2 side of things, in the East Bracket, Fall City Sacred Heart, Creighton, Humphrey St. Francis, Allen, Wynott, Osceola, and BDS. We do not have a final on Mead Bloomfield. That's the only one we don't have right now. And in the D2 West, Central Valley, Medicine Valley, Loomis, Kennesaw, O'Neill, St. Mary's, Pleasanton, Ansley Litchfield, and Sand Hill Stedford were winners so unlike last year when a 15 and a 14 got out of the first round in d2 and we had some crazy stuff uh, the highest seed it looks like that has won tonight was the 11 seed laurel concord coleridge over thayer central we've got the final numbers coming your way in one minute here on the new west post game show amigos mexi fries and famous ranch dressing are a number one duo that everyone in nebraska can agree on no vote needed 
Now until Election Day, just to make your days happier, Amigos is giving you a free side of ranch with every order of Mexi Fries. That's right, free ranch with Mexi Fries until November 3rd. Don't forget to vote. And don't forget to enjoy fan-favorite Mexi Fries with Famous Ranch, only at Amigos. This ad has been sponsored and paid for by Amigos, working to bring joy to October. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. All right, we are back on the New West Post Game Show, and let's take a look now at the final numbers we had unofficially in tonight's football game. First off for the Amherst Broncos, Quentin Frank led the way on the ground, 17 carries, 95 yards, and a touchdown. Riley Galloway, two carries, four yards. Sam Hollander, five carries, nine yards. Sam Liming, two carries, 17 yards. Colton Vavra, three carries, 35 yards. Kalen Rohde only carried it twice. He got sacked once and then had a three-yard touchdown run, but that sack was negative 15, so he had two carries for negative 12 in the football game. Uh, Riley Fisher, two carries, 15 yards, and a touchdown. And then uh, Taj Hadwiger, Taj had two carries for a one yard in the football game. Unofficially, I had Amherst for 36 carries, 155 yards. The only time they threw the ball in the second half was the final play of the game, so three of eight for Rhodey. 12 yards uh, through the air was all. So 12 through the air, 155 on the ground, 167 yards, 10 first downs for Amherst. They punted the ball five times all in the first half, uh, 56 and 39 with the wind, an average of 25 into the wind, two turnovers. One was an interception and one was a fumble. I guess we should say that there was that interception uh, that was thrown. So there were two pass plays in the uh, second half for Amherst, one of those being an interception, only three penalties for 35 yards. For Arcadia Loop City, Tryon Calarose, nine carries, 80 yards, three touchdowns. Trey Van Slyke, eight carries, 45 yards. Preston Rogers, two carries, seven yards. The freshman quarterback, Connor Slobacheski, one carry, a four-yard touchdown. Chase Steve, one carry for three yards. Hayden Griffith, three carries, 12 yards and a touchdown. Jaden Scott, 12 carries, 230 yards, three touchdowns. Cody Marcus, one carry, a one-yard touchdown. They had a couple of bad snaps that resulted in two fumbles that were recovered for a loss of 13. 39 rushing attempts. It looks like 369 yards, 109 of that in the second half, 260 in the first half for Arcadia Loop City. Through the air, Jaden Scott was 3 of 8 for 38 yards. Cody Marcus was 2 of 4 for 42 yards, and Slobacheski was one for one for 18 yards, and uh, that hooked up with uh, his bro, uh, Slobacheski, uh, Slobacheski in this uh, football game, Connor to uh, Parker. So through the air, six completed passes for Arcadia Loop City for 98 yards. That goes with the 369, 467 total yards and 18 first downs unofficially for Arcadia Loop City. They had two turnovers. One was a fumbled punt. One was a Jaden Scott fumble after he had made a nice 18-yard run. Uh, Riley 
Galloway uh, got in on uh, one of those, and uh, Taj Hadwiger recovered the fumble from uh, Scott. We had the punt blocked by Rody. Jackson Cusick had the interception defensively for Arcadia Loop City tonight as well. The scoring looked like this. Uh, there was so much of it, we'll just kind of run down the scoring plays. As we said, Amherst uh, didn't get on the board until the 625 mark of the second quarter. By then, it was already 24-0. A 20-yard run by Tryon Calarose, a 33-yard run by Jaden Scott, a 35-yard run by Scott, then Quinton Frank, the 20-yard run. Two plays later, Jaden Scott went 65 yards, and Tryon Calarose went a yard to complete the uh, scoring in the first half, 38-7 at the half. Then in the third quarter, the opening drive, a 45-yard run by Calarose gave us a running clock for quite a while. Uh, we had an interception by Rogers in the football game uh, as well. Preston came up with a pick. Cody Marcus, a one-yard run. Then Riley Fisher, an 11-yard run. Kalen Rohde took it in from three yards out to stop the clock for just a little bit at the 647 mark, cut it to 54-23. But then Connor Slobacheski took it in from four yards, and Hayden Griffith completed it with a two-yard run at the 241 mark, and that made the final score. Arcadia Loop City, 70, and Amherst, 23. Our state football coverage brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton and Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Again, tomorrow night here on Power 99, 6-1 Kearney Catholic against 6-2 Kozan. We will have Kearney High opening up the playoffs with Lincoln Northeast on ESPN 1460. If you're looking for the NFL, it's on ESPN 1460 and 1550 tonight. The Giants have just taken a 14-10 lead over the Eagles with 6.45 to go in the third quarter. Good luck to the cross-country runners. We'll be there tomorrow for the Doug and Daddy show at 11, and the first race begins at 12 noon. Coming up, the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Scott Kratzer was on hand taking care of the teams tonight if they needed some help in that injury department, and I don't think that we had to worry about it. A couple kids got banged up, but we never had to haul anybody off the field tonight. Arcadia Loop City 70, Amherst 23. The Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show is next. <laughs> 